The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome, Triple Eight Nine Hundred Thirty Three Ninety Three. Thanks for being here. It is Pat Gray unleashed. Uh, the great conservative purge apparently continuing. Here to check out some of the uh, headlines on Drudge. You know, it started with Alex Jones. First, it came for Alex Jones, and I did nothing because I can't stand Alex Jones. <laughs> And then by the time they came for me, there was nobody around. So that's essentially, I think, where we are right now. And it's interesting to note, here's some of the headlines on Drudge. Amazon quietly stops recommending Alex Jones products. So Amazon joins. Instagram bans Tommy Robinson, uh, conservative in UK. Twitter suspends libertarian accounts. Okay, so you're telling me there is not a single instance of hate speech from the left, from anybody on the left. No no Democrats at all. Louis Farrakhan, for instance. Uh, you know, we went over some of these in, in uh, on the radio show when I stopped by uh, Glenn's show this morning. Keith Olbermann. Um, Maxine Waters doesn't spew any hate. Okay. All right. All right. You don't have any conspiracy theorists on the left who uh, deserve a closer look. No. The left is love. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. L stands for love. Oh. Right? Oh. It, I thought it stood for left, or, liberal, and lo- love. It's a well, trifecta. And lesbian. Don't for, let's not forget that. Okay. Well, All right? Hmm. They're the super important part of LGBTQQIA2+. And stuff. Quilt bag. Quilt bag. Quilt bag, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got it. All right, so uh, there's nobody on the left. There's zero lefties who are hateful. Uh, it's only on the right. This is just, I mean, but what are you going to do about it? They're private companies. Private companies, they can do what they want. So once again, we're at the mercy of their bias. I just, I'm, It's getting tiresome. It's really tiresome. Uh, and we never, we don't do the boycott thing because it's, you know, abhorrent to us. Just want the market to work, and uh, we've got better things to do. <laughs> I don't. I don't like to go stand on street corners with a stupid sign. Um, but the left has nothing better to do, so they they're good at it. That's they're, what they do. They're good at blowing whistles in people's faces too. Uh huh. That's a that's a marketable skill. Pooping in the street. Oh yeah. You know, leaving their drug needles laying around. Mm-hmm. They're great at all those things. I'm just not. I'm not good at those things. So. <laughs> When I go to the bathroom, I like it to be in an actual place that was set aside and built for that yeah, purpose. Yeah, like, like a Starbucks. Right. For example. Right, for example, Starbucks, yes. Mm-hmm. Also, in the elections last night, I think <clears throat> while Ohio is still being decided, even though uh, Drudge is kind of proclaiming that the Republican held his seat, but every time you click on the story, it says it's too close to call. So, Yeah, last I saw, I think there was a... 1,400, uh, let's see, 1,600 vote uh, lead for the Republican with 8,400 left to vote. Okay. A couple hours ago, I saw that. Uh, it looks like he's going to hold the seat. Um, but the biggest loser in all of it had to be Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Thank heaven. None of her endorsed candidates won. 
How great is that? That's awesome. How great is that? Makes me feel better about my concerns for 2024. Yeah. At least at this point. It gives you a little bit of hope that America is still America. Okay, so if you didn't you didn't vote for the hardcore socialist candidate at least, okay, so you're not quite there yet. All right. I I hope that's the case. So Tuesday, last night ended without a clear winner in the final uh, special election before Election Day in Ohio, where provisional and absentee ballots may determine the race's outcome. The race for Kansas governor, too, is too close to call. Four other states, meanwhile, Kansas, Michigan, Missouri, and Washington held primary elections, too. So in the race in Ohio between Pat Tiberi in Ohio's 12th district, with 99% of precincts reporting, uh, Troy Balderson has 50.1% of the vote uh, to O'Connor's 49.3%. They're replacing Pat Tiberi, uh, who is leaving. The result may rely on the provisional and absentee ballots. Then the contest between uh, Donald Trump ally and Kansas Secretary of State Chris Kobosh and incumbent Governor Jeff Collier is even tighter. Kobosh has a margin of under 200 votes. So this race might not be called for several days. Meanwhile, guess who's taking credit for all these wins? Uh, Donald Trump. Of course. <clears throat> he said the tweeted out the Republicans have now won eight out of nine House seats. Yet, if you listen to the fake news media, you would think we're being clobbered. Why can't they play it straight? So unfair to the Republican Party, and in particular, your favorite president. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's got a way, doesn't he? He's got a way about him. Yeah, that's what we'll say. Yep. He's got a way about him. Uh, is it in the way he moves or uh, in the way he tweets? It's more more in the way he tweets. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he, he said, uh, as long as I can, as long as I campaign and or support Senate and House Democrats within reason, <laughs> they will win. I love the people and they certainly seem to like the job I'm doing. If I find the time in between China, Iran, the economy, and much more, which I must, we will have a giant red wave. Whoa. Hmm. Okay. Spend some more time on getting that wall done while you're at it, too. Yeah, that would be good. Mm. Yeah, it would be good. Uh, but the bluster uh, from the president is, it, it's really amazing. <laughs> it's really something. Humility is not hmm. perhaps his most forward trait. Wow. That's, yeah, that's... Well said. Thank you. <laughs> not, his most for, not his most forward <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't lead with humility, let's say. <laughs> uh, no. Uh, he, uh, he's amazing. But, you know, thank heaven, because this could have been really bad. And this would have given them all kinds of momentum, and we'd be hearing nothing about it. About anything but the Democrats taking over and the Republicans are done and and the hatred for Donald Trump is complete and uh, the media would be proclaiming a huge victory. Instead, they're kind of not saying much of uh, of anything about it. Oh, yeah. They were ready to also jump on the narrative that uh, this was the first sitting congressman that uh, endorsed Donald Trump for president. And they were oh so ready to, to, to label his loss. Because of that. As a failure related directly to Trump. They but. just can't get that. I, I love that fact, though. I, I love that they just 
can't seem to quite get the victory they seek so desperately. Oh, how they want to humiliate this president, and they they can't seem to get it done. They want to get rid of him so badly. Mm-hmm. I I saw a huge. Uh, oh, I know where it was. It was in uh, Dinesh's movie. Dinesh D'Souza put together uh, reactions from the left, and some of them I had never seen. He, he put together a montage right after election night, or it was before the election, during the election, and immediately in the aftermath of all kinds of commentators and pundits and politicians and celebrities all weeping, wailing, and gnashing their teeth about Donald Trump and, and what the future was for America and they're just crying their eyes out and they're scared and terrible things are going to happen. And now it's, it's cataclysmic. It's the apocalypse. And I thought, when we said a fraction of this stuff about Barack Obama because he was a communist, because he's a Marxist with Marxist tendencies, provable Marxist tendencies, uh, we, were racist. we were racist people. We hated it just because he was black. I, I, and then to see their reaction to Trump taken to, uh, I don't know, a hundred times the ridiculousness of any of our Barack Obama uh, dis- dislike. Uh, pretty amazing. And it, and it continues. No, nobody on the right was out on Inauguration Day protesting Barack Obama. Not that I remember anyway. Were, were there giant rallies against Barack Obama on the inauguration day? What we said on inauguration day was, let's give him a chance now. He's the president. Let's see what happens. What is he ha- what is he, what's he going to do? Maybe it won't be as bad as we thought. There has never been a single thoughtful moment from the left uh, since Donald Trump was elected. Not a single thoughtful moment. So uh, we'll keep an eye on the extremely close race in Ohio's 12th congressional district. And uh, also in Kansas, in the gubernatorial race, those are uh, both really interesting. And meanwhile, here in Texas, uh, Ted Cruz now has asked President Donald Trump to come to Texas to campaign for him. <laughs> oh, boy. It's just got real all up in here. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah, he wants the president to come campaign for him. Okay. Ted Cruz? Really? During a campaign stop in Seguin uh, Monday night, Cruz said he reached out to his former rival in the White House to help him with his re-election effort against uh, Democrat Beto O'Rourke. I'd certainly welcome his support, and I hope to see him in Texas, Cruz said. I think we're likely to see the president down in Texas before the election. Wow. Cruz said while his relationship with Trump has had its ups and downs... (laughs) Due to their 2016 uh, GOP primary battle, he's tried to become an ally to the president. He said he's been in constant contact with it, the White House and Trump to offer his help in getting legislation through the Senate. We're talking to the White House every week, sometimes every day. I've been proud to lead the effort to bring Republicans together. Fascinating. Yeah, and he just put... <clears throat> now look, we don't know behind the scenes. Maybe Trump's already committed, but if he hasn't, you just put the president of the United States, someone who, you just put him on the spot. Mm-hmm. And if he doesn't show up now, mm-hmm. then that will be the issue the rest of the time. It will be like, well, you know, Senator Cruz, you, you publicly said you wanted the president to come down to support you in your race. And he refused. And, I mean, here we are, you know, mid-October. When's that visit going to come? Yeah. That 
could become the big issue. That of the could campaign. be a real problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it could also become a problem because, uh, as we've outlined before, uh, Ted has had its chance to jump on the Trump bandwagon at the Republican National Convention. That's where he should have done it because he did it anyway. Now, we didn't want him to because we weren't supportive of uh, Trump. And he said he wasn't going to. So when he stuck to his guns at the re- at the convention, despite all the pressure and pissing off the Trump supporters so much, I thought, wow, there's a guy with guts. There's a guy who sticks to his guns. He became the standard bearer. Yeah, he for did. For the conservative movement that uh-huh. night. Yep. Not Republicans. For conservatives that saw him as a man of principle in addition to agreeing with his policy ideas. Yeah. And it was like, wow, he will not compromise his principles. Yep. And then we had, what, about three weeks? And two or three weeks. Two or three weeks later, then he, he turned around and endorsed him. So why didn't you do that then three weeks ago? It would have been so much better. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have pissed off the Trump supporters. And then we would have gotten used to it by now and just thought, okay, well, he had to do it, I guess. Instead, we thought you stuck to your guns and now you've slapped us in the face. <laughs> so... I don't know. He, so he, he, he ended up proving 180 degrees what we thought he was at that moment, in my opinion. Thought he yeah. had a backbone. He was going to mm-hmm. stick with it. And then, mm-hmm. oh. Psych. And then he didn't. But, you know, uh, we want to we get Ted on the, on, on the show yes. and, and talk to him about these things and uh, clear this up and see where he stands with Donald Trump. I, th- I think it'd be fascinating. Yeah, make no mistake. I absolutely love Ted Cruz. We, we've always loved Ted absolutely. Cruz. Absolutely. And we um, campaigned hard for him. We, we tried really hard to get him elected. But just like when we're talking about the left or Trump, now Cruz, if we get disappointed in something, we're going to be honest. Yeah, That right. was disappointing. Right, right. It was. Um, but now he, he, he's, it's gotten to the point where he wants the president to even campaign for him. Which, you know, again, it's so strange. After all the Lion Ted stuff and the back and forth of that campaign, I just... Politics, man. So it phony. Sucks. It's just so... It just seems so fraudulent. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh Let's say you just got a threatening letter from some bank you don't recognize. And if you're like me, initially, before uh, talking to the people at to Home Title Lock, I would have thought, okay, this is another one of those scams. I'm going to throw it away. Because I, I wouldn't. I know I didn't take out a home equity loan from this bank. I've never even heard of this bank. Well, some identity thief did take out a loan on your home because they found your your mortgage. They found uh, your title online, and then they just transferred it over to a uh, to a quick title deed, and then forged your signature. And suddenly they own your home, and now they can go to another bank and take out a home equity loan. On your equi- equity. And so in some cases, you know, that's tens of thousands. Sometimes it's hundreds of thousands of dollars. This isn't like just your normal credit card theft where you, you might get $1,000 or 1500 or whatever before it's caught. It could really be a major, major catastrophe in your life. Don't let that happen to you. With all these titles and mortgages stored online, it's just really easy for these thieves when they know what they're doing to, to take take yours from you. Uh, and it takes them about 15 minutes to do it. So do what I did. Sign up for Home Title Lock. For pennies a day, Home Title Lock puts a barrier around your home's title and mortgage. So when they detect something going on, 
if there's tampering, they get on there immediately to shut it down. You can find out if you're already a victim of title fraud. Get your $60 search for free when you sign up at HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray Unleashed returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Gray is here. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. If you have a friend or a relative that says, you know, there's just there's no jobs. I, I pff, can't find anything. The only thing I can find is like a you know seven dollar an hour minimum wage thing, and I it's just not even worth it. Um, send them to Texas. The Texas oil boom is back on, and uh, it's. Amazing what's happening out there uh, in West Texas. There's not much to look at when you go out there to those oil fields. Uh, and they and go to these, they're calling them man camps because all these men are there. And they don't have their families with them because there's nowhere to stay. They're just kind of out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, they just kind of stay wherever they can. And there's nothing out there but dirt, mesquite, sagebrush. It's hot. Oh, I I can imagine what a miserable existence it is. However, however, uh, because of the boom in uh, oil and because we have, if we were our own nation, we would have the third largest oil reserve in the world. Um, unskilled laborers, unskilled laborers can go out there to West Texas and make $100,000 a year. I mean, that's, that's amazing. That, that is absolutely amazing. So just get them out to the Permian Basin in, Tex- in Texas. It's about a 75,000-square-mile expanse of, of sedimentary rock, one of the world's biggest oil areas, drawing billions of dollars in new investments. All the oil companies are scrambling to get out there. Um, so all the residents in suites are taken in all of the little towns around there. Uh, then they set up these mobile homes. Then they set up tan cities. And so it's not a fun place to be, I'm sure. But, man, you can make a lot of money. Yeah. I mean, th- this is a modern-day pioneer story in America. It, it really is. You go to where the natural resource is. You build a community mm-hmm. and look at look at places like... Um, I don't know, uh, Northern California, San Francisco with gold. That, that's what started that whole area. Yeah. Las Vegas um, is in a desert, and it's a highly successful area. Uh, and this, this story repeats all over the place. We just haven't had one this in a while. recent. Yeah, in a while. Um, here's, there's a story of David Petty. He's 57 years old. He's a pump operator, originally from Zimbabwe. He stays at a, they call it the Goldsmith Camp, uh, during his two-week shifts. He said it's a great place to work, but a terrible place to live. He cited the heat, the dust, no grocery stores, no restaurants. He said uh, his wife lives here in Dallas, which is 370 miles away. And he says she would never come out here, and I don't blame her one bit. (laughs) Uh, So thousands of workers are now living in these dormitory-like compounds in West Texas. And 
northeastern New Mexico, and there's 11 of them spread out over North Dakota in that Bakken Reserve, and then you got Oklahoma. I mean, it's all booming right now. And so if you know somebody who needs a job, they might consider this. They need drivers. They need engineers. They need, you know, worker bees. And they're all making a ton of money. They're talking, they talk about this college kid who left Texas A&M and just came out for the summer. He's making so much money. He said, I don't know if I should go back to school now. There you go. Why? Right. <laughs> I'm making $100,000. And I think you want to ride that. You want to ride that train for a while, mm-hmm. as long as you can. You can make some serious cash. Now, there's you know, not going to be a lot of luxury uh, while you're working out there, or women, or women, as you pointed out. Mm-hmm. So when Alex Jones asks, "Where are the men?" You're going to find them. In West Texas. They're in West Texas. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> you're going to find plenty of men. Uh-huh. And, uh, you know, so the communities in the area are like, you know, it's not like this is the worst thing in the world, but we'd rather have families out here, but no family is going to live out there because there's nothing for them. There is no schools. There's no grocery stores. There's no shopping center. There's no uh, movie theater. And so you just go work and you make a lot of money. Yeah. What's wrong with that? And there may be issues. That, that develop out there as far as crime or what have you. but uh, They said it's actually been it. pretty tame. Oh, good. Yeah. They said, yeah, there's occasional problems. And they said some of the guys, you know, get, get a little liquored up. <laughs> and they might, uh, you know, squeeze off a few shots into the air. <laughs> okay. By the way, guys, uh, if you're listening in, in West Texas, uh, the bullets that go up in the air... They do eventually come down. No, uh yeah, they do. Yeah, it's a thing. Uh-huh. No. Yeah. And when they come down, they don't help. Uh, if they go through somebody's skull, that doesn't help. Okay. Just a little safety tip there for you. <laughs> but they said it's been it's been fairly, you know, fairly tame. Well, that's good. Compared to the man camps of old. I was gonna say that's that's different than these stories I was talking about earlier, how yes. America was settled. Yeah. I just learned a fun fact about Nebraska and Colorado. <laughs> Uh, my kids and I were reading this book, How the States Got Their Shapes, and, mm-hmm. and that northeastern corner of Colorado has gold in it, and yeah. that used to be Nebraska. Nebraska was like, you know what? We can't police these crazy people here. Just Colorado, you can even have the gold, just you police that corner. Just stuff like that. Really? It's all throughout history. Kansas had the similar thing. No, There's a border up in New York. It's just great. I love history. Sorry. I'm a nerd. Well, we, I mean, please. Like, that's a revelation to anybody? Uh, Fair yeah, enough. We're, we're well aware. We're well aware. Mm-hmm. Thank you, though, for you know admitting. Yeah, yeah, but I'm glad it's to good. hear that they're on their best behavior out in West Texas. Yeah. Uh, well, everybody's the you best know, of both when you're worlds. making money. I mean, you're probably fairly happy because uh, there's a lot of people in the world who aren't making any money and have no opportunity to make money, and that's that's one of the things we talk about in America is the opportunity. But you have to be willing to do something for it. Yeah. You know, oil work is not fun. Probably. It's probably not easy. And they're training. I mean, you show up. They just need bodies there. They'll right. take care of the training. Yeah, they, they will. They need you there. Mm-hmm. They'll worry about the yep. if you can do the job later. Drivers, rig workers, all kinds of people. And you can make, again, like mm-hmm. up to 100000 a year or more. 888 uh, Let me tell you about Bombshot Lip Balm. We've told you before that Wayne, the founder of Bombshot, um, had... Received so many sunburns on his lips that uh, he got cancer and then eventually had to have his lower lip removed and replaced. And so 
It's really a bad situation because none of the lip balm worked for him, so he invented his own. I don't know. I mean, that's a smart guy, and that's an American story. And he's got this great American company in Boise, Idaho, with this great American product that really works, and everybody I know who's ever tried it absolutely loves this stuff. They're married to it. And it comes in this really cool shotgun-looking shell container, and it works. It works. Plus, for Blaze listeners only, uh, go to bombshot.com, use the promo code PAT, and when you buy a two-pack, you'll get a third for free, and so on, up to a six-pack where they'll throw in a free Bombshot logo baseball hat. That one that Keith is modeling right now. B-A-L-M-S-H-O-T.com, bombshot.com, promo code PAT. Go there right now. Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Uh, 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 mm. Pat Gray returns <clears throat> on the Blaze Radio Network. Just uh, monitoring CNN here. Uh, they're all over this. Uh, GOP representative Chris Collins being arrested on insider trading charges. They love this. Oh, they can, they, they've got another Republican to persecute. This is great for them. <laughs> CNN has gotten so bad. I think they're worse than MSNBC now. Yeah, yeah. You're a good, good point. Yeah. I mean, it used to be that they were fairly watchable. They were kind of in the in-between place between Fox and MSNBC. Now... They got so far afield and so far left. It's bizarre to watch, and it's just they're terrible. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You know, we were talking about these man camps a minute ago. One of my uh, middle son's best friends a few years ago. I I think at the time he was probably twenty or twenty one. It was so. It was when. It it was when oil was doing really well at that at that point when it went up to three and four bucks a, a gallon of gas, and he uh, my my son had these two friends. One of them went to uh, University of Oklahoma and studied engineering and became got a degree mm. in engineering because he wanted to work in the oil fields, wanted to be an oil guy. The other just went out to the oil fields oh boy. and started working. <laughs> I know where this is going. <laughs> <laughs> he's like 1920 at the time, and he's making $105,000 a year. No college education. Oh. Meanwhile, my son's other friend graduates with a degree in engineering. Did he have debt, maybe? I don't know. Had debt. The other guy obviously yep. didn't. And could not get a job in the oil industry at all. Just couldn't do it. Meanwhile, the other guy, no experience, Mm -hmm. no schooling, no nothing, making one hundred and five thousand dollars a year. No, no, yeah, (laughs) no wife, no kids, no expenses. Probably no, probably saving this money. Uh huh. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, He was like, uh, (laughs) my my son's name is Sean, and uh, his friend's name is Robert. Robert says. Sean, I'm just gonna um, I'm gonna buy you a PlayStation Four and just send it out to you. It's like, wait, no, <laughs> wait a minute! No, you don't need to do that. I mean, he had so much money; he just wanted to buy everybody gifts. He didn't know what to do with it all. He had so much when he was nineteen, twenty. You don't know what to do with that. You don't have any commitments. Wow. So here's the moral of the story, kids: 
don't go to school, and if you're in school, drop out. It doesn't <laughs> yeah, pay. I'm not sure if that's, that's not... the moral you should take from this. Oh, but, that's what I got. You from know, it. maybe you look into it a little bit. <laughs> Consider your options. Wow. Anyway, uh, Jeremy in New Mexico, you're on the blaze. Hi. Yeah, so out here in uh, East New Mexico, Southeast New Mexico, I mean, the oil, the oil is just it's booming so much that everybody is just it's 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 affecting everybody. Um, from, for instance, these people that are crying about $15 an hour jobs to punch in a register. Yeah. You want to wait $15 an hour to punch in a register? Come to Carlsbad, New Mexico. Wow. They're the, the little burger joint there, I was talking to the regional manager who, who was there trying to find people, recruit people to come work at the burger joint for $15 an hour to just punch numbers in the register. They Amazing. cannot get enough unskilled workers down there. That's who, the oil, that's who everybody's competing for. Walmart years ago upgraded all the overnight stockers there in Carlsbad to a higher pay because they were competing with the oil fields for unskilled workers. I have, a, I have a, good, a good friend of mine. He um, is in the RV business. He gets calls to drive 300 miles out in, literally into the middle of nowhere. He, has a, he gets instructions of turn, on, turn at this uh, sagebrush tree, turn at this um, uh, mailbox, and then we'll have a guy meet you there to follow him another six miles out to the middle of nowhere on a dirt road mm-hmm. to get to where we need you to go to trip a breaker because the guy was too busy in, with work on his trailer and he's like, I don't care. Just come out here, fix it, get it done, whatever it costs. Charge the guy $400 to go trip a breaker. I mean, these guys, are, these guys are rolling in the dough. The, the smart ones are putting sometimes up to half of their paychecks away. Yeah. Because the oil field does, does drop. And when the oil field drops, you know, it hurts. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. But there's guys here who are like, oh, he goes, I, I've been out of work for five years. But the savings I've had, he goes, I could go another five years and still... Um, and still be okay. It's just like it, wow. it's ridiculous the amount of money that's coming in. There's guys. There's one guy I know who quit his. Well, he 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 quit his. Took a leave of absence, as he put it, because he told me he can always come back. He bought a roach coach, and he just drives out to these man camps and sells burritos and burgers and sodas off the, and water off the back of his truck. His cheapest burrito he sells is eight dollars. <laughs> you want to get a two, you want to get a you want to get a liter of soda. That's six bucks. Um, and and wow. he goes, these guys just throw money at them. They're like, just be here tomorrow at this time, and 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 we'll and we'll, and we'll buy from you. And they'll say, hey, can you bring this next time, and, and and we'll buy from you. I mean, these guys are, it is booming, and it's it's affecting everybody. Everybody is just, it's 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 awesome, and it's not just yeah, in Texas, in southeastern Mexico. It's in North Dakota. I've right. got a, a buddy who lives in Salt Lake. Who they fly him to North Dakota each week. He works for a week straight in one of these man camps, and then they fly him home. They pay all the expenses. They pay for his lodging. They pay for his food. They pay for his laundry, everything. And they and, and then he goes home for a week, and then he goes back for a week. I mean, these guys. That's awesome. Just the key things is is you don't even have to have your CDL. They'll train you for that too. Right. Um, just 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 be drug free and don't be an alcoholic are are, are the biggest things and and. Even if you're a, even if you're a total jerk, they deal with jerks, and they'll just you know put you places where that nobody has to deal with you. They just need <laughs> workers, and yeah. so you want to make money. Yeah, it's here. Yep, you're right. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jeremy. I mean that says a lot. Tells you what's going on right now, um, and that's that's at seventy dollars a barrel, right? Aren't we at yes. seventy? Or I don't think it's it's. 
you know, at one time it was a hundred bucks a barrel. Um, before that, I think the biggest spike we've ever had it was at a hundred and forty bucks a barrel or something. So we're not even anywhere near like a peak oil boom right yeah, now. Right around there. Yeah. So uh, at seventy bucks a barrel, people are making tons of cash right now. And as Jeremy said, you could save enough money to where who knows you you know when the when the oil bust comes, you get through those times and find something else. Uh, Harvey, you're on the blaze. Hi. Yes. Hey. Hey. We lived in Colorado for uh, for many years while the boil boom and bust cycle was going on out there. Mm-hmm. And my wife was my wife was a, a city council person in the town. It was about sixty miles to the nearest man camp, but uh, they had everything has to be brought in, and everything has to be brought out. And the one problem our city had was we were the nearest city that had a facility for for the sewage that could handle the man camp. So they had to cart all the sewage by truck Oof. to our sewage facility there in town because we're the only people can handle it. But like you said, there's like Jeremy said, there's a lot of jobs. Yeah. You can make a lot of money, but all, you had to move out there. You know, right. and we saw the, we saw I was a business owner at that time, and my business went crazy because I was I was in the stereo business and I was selling stereos like crazy. You know, because these guys. They got lots of money. And they want to spend it. Geraldo even came to our town way, way, way back in the seventies when this was going on, and did a big expose about these guys, like you said, not going to college because mm-hmm. they were making a hundred grand a year. You know, yeah, it, it was just, it's just amazing. But it's it's hard on the on the cities around because they have to absorb like you said the sewage, but it it's a lot, it makes a lot of money. Yes, indeed. But all the businesses, all the businesses. They come to town and, and you know they spend their money, so it's it's a great thing. If people think the economy's not going good, just take a look around where the oil field is. That's where it's at. Thanks, Harvey. Appreciate it. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's not just the oil industry that's booming then, because all those workers uh, they they buy stuff and they want some kind of entertainment when they're off work. Uh, so yeah, they'll buy stereos, they'll buy radios, they'll buy TVs. Um. So everybody benefits from it. That money just circulates through the community and starts uh, starts charging up the economy. I mean, it's it's a good thing. If you if you want to switch to uh, all solar and uh, <laughs> eliminate oil and fossil fuels completely, okay. But it's going to hurt the economy. Yeah, these oil boom towns are really a microcosm. It's a great way to teach a lesson of economics. Sure it's is. Like, you start with a resource. Mm-hmm. People need to get that resource out of the ground or whatever you're dealing with. That creates jobs. People buy the the, the product. Services are needed. More jobs are created. It's, it's a great lesson. And uh, the sad part is when the boom is over and then what's left behind. Then it hurts, yeah. That's when you hope hurts. that your economy is tied to something more stable than... Sure. And out in West Texas, it's not going to be. So th- those... Man camps dry up and until the next boom. And so that's going to happen. Uh, but a state like Texas tries to diversify in the meantime. Mm-hmm. And we try to find other things so that you can be supported with other employment once the oil jobs go away. And I think Texas has done a pretty good job of that. And in Texas, with so many people moving in, there is one uh, sector of the economy that is probably going to be stable long past any others, and that's the air conditioning business. Yeah, that's for sure. Learn that trade, and you will be set for life here. No kidding. (laughs) Oh, man, it's miserable in the summer here. Yep. Well, in the 
spring and in the fall. In the fall, in the most of the winter. (laughs) It's about 17 minutes during the winter that's pretty nice. You're talking about late December? Yeah. I know those 17 minutes. Late December at about 8.45 at night. At night, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, yep. Uh, (laughs) 888-933-93. Minnesota has been gradually increasing their minimum wage. Oh, so this is... This, so, is, this is probably just as good of a boom happening be just, in Minnesota the way it yeah. is in West Texas. So we were just talking about the boom here. Yeah. Now listen to the Minnesota situation. Okay. Uh, over the past four years, they've been gradually increasing minimum wage. Up until 2014, they kept pace with the federal minimum wage. But now they're about $2.50 higher than that level. Meanwhile, their neighbors in Wisconsin have stuck with the federal minimum wage. Hmm. So Minnesota's minimum wage hikes have led to a slower job growth in the restaurant industry and significant job losses among younger workers. Huh. Who would have see, seen that come? Oh, that's I right. Mean, we seriously. did. Everybody saw that coming. <laughs> that's what happens every single time. Noah Williams, professor of economics and director of the Center for Research on the Wisconsin Economics at the University of Wisconsin, compared jobs and economic data in Minnesota and Wisconsin since they began increasing minimum wage, those minimum wage hikes have led to slower job growth as compared to Wisconsin, especially in the restaurant industry and among younger workers. The impact has been sharply felt by uh, workers 24 and below. So wait a minute. A so, government artificially setting a pay scale, you're uh-huh. saying, does not work? That's what I'm saying. And we just had a caller from eastern New Mexico Mm-hmm. Where the cashiers at restaurants are making fifteen dollars an hour, right? And that's not a government mandate. It's because private businesses have found a way to do business there. It's because they need workers and they can afford it at fifteen bucks an hour because there's a huge boom in their area. So yeah, uh huh, yeah. <laughs> Interesting, isn't it? Wow. Evan in Utah, you're on the blaze. Hi. Uh, hey Pat, you hey. need more Jesse on this show. Yeah, I think those words have never been spoken before by any human being, but okay. (laughs) Well, I'm a first for everything. All right. But so uh, you guys are talking about don't go to college, just Mm -hmm. uh, go into the oil field. Mm -hmm. That is a really, really bad idea. But uh, actually, it's, it's actually not my recommendation. Uh, we we what I said was to consider your options, look into it, and think about it. I, but I'm not convinced everybody must go to college and ring up huge debt and then be indoctrinated by uh, the system and then start at the at at the lowest rung on the totem pole uh, like everybody else anyway. But uh, oh, most definitely, yeah. But it, just uh, I've uh, I, I work in the oil field and mm-hmm. it's. A good industry, but don't be getting yourself into more trouble by by working than you would if you go to college. What do you What do you do in in the oil industry? I'm a pumper. Okay. So I I take care of oil wells. Okay. In Utah. Yes. Is it shale? Uh, well, mostly it's natural gas out here. Oh, but okay. Yeah. It's a tight sandstone, specifically, yeah. I believe. Okay. All right. Appreciate it. Thanks, Evan. And yeah, I'm not, I mean, we're not saying, I think Keith jokingly said that, but we're not, I'm, I'm not recommending that people don't go to college. I mean, huh. um, although I'm not sure it's necessary in every case anymore. I don't jest. Quite honestly, I, I don't know. There's a lot of alternatives like trade school, like, um, you know, 
I didn't go to school for this. And people used to ask me all the time, well, should I go to, should I go to a radio um, broadcast school? No. Well, unless you want to spend $10,000, come out with debt, and then start at the bottom of the industry like everybody else did. Or you could try to get a job at a radio station doing some menial thing and uh, work your way up. And they'll pay you while you do it instead of you paying them. But see, everybody wants to start at the top Yeah, now. they do. And, and, and yep, you can apply that to anything. They want to own a house. Mm-hmm. You know, when they're 22 years old, they want a three-story house or whatever. They, they, they yeah, want the nicest start car. At the top. They want to be in charge of the business. I'm sorry, uh, kids, not everybody can just be Jeffy. <laughs> I mean, everyone wants to aspire to be that, uh-huh. but you don't start but, there. That's right. you got to work your way up. Right. I mean, look what went into that. Just look at him. A lot went a lot into that. Went into that. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Let me tell you about uh, a couple of really tragic uh, officer-involved shootings that recently happened. Um, and this isn't to disparage the officers in any way. Um, one officer's fatally shot an innocent bystander, and in another, a hostage was killed. Now, that's not again to be critical of law enforcement. I'm telling you this because these are trained professionals who train for these scenarios thoroughly, but still can have tragic outcomes. So how much more could that be the case for those of us who go shooting once a month or a couple times a year? Don't risk being unprepared, undertrained, and spending the rest of your life replaying a moment over and over and over again in your mind. Go practice with iTarget Pro. Um, and get it at itargetpro.com. This is revolutionized firearm training. iTarget Pro uses your actual gun so you can become proficient with it. And then a smart your smartphone and their proprietary app with a laser in place of a bullet. So then when you fire the trigger, when you squeeze the trigger, you see where the shots are landing on the target because of the laser. It is really fun. It's really cool. And it saves you a lot of money in ammo and range fees. And right now you'll save even more money when you use the offer code PAT. You'll save 10% when you purchase the iTarget Pro system. It's the letter I, then targetpro.com. iTargetpro.com, offer code PAT. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Unleashed. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, from GD Chapel. Don't most of Jeffy's stories start this one time at man camp? <laughs> Keeping in mind he's probably referring to the zoo or circus. Uh, yes. Uh, from Tech Roo tweets: Wyoming is so desperate for oil field workers that we're hiring temporary workers from Texas. Help. Uh-huh. We especially need electronics technicians. Wow. wow. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I mean, this is a great time in the oil industry. It, it really is. And it's it's kind of great for all of us because it's not at the point where it was for a while that it was $354 a gallon. But it's at a point where the oil companies are doing really well. Jobs are being created. The economy is being spurred. Plus, 
hopefully it's not you know driving people into the poorhouse trying to fill up their tanks. Um, and there's that sweet spot there, and I don't know where that sweet spot yeah. ends. But it's still a little high at it's the a pump for tad my taste. high. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah, but you know we're, we're a lot. It's a lot better than it could be right now. Right. Uh, from Tom. No way, Keith. You mean that if you want a job, that the company will train you? Are you telling me capitalism is working in West Texas? Amazing, right? Don't we need the government to train us the correct government way? Huh. <laughs> um, oh, yes. Also, you got, uh, you got a tweet over there yeah. about Ted Cruz. So Justin Souls tweets out, uh, Ted Cruz is a man of principle and his word. He said, vote your conscience. Mm-hmm. It was later that Cruz reflected and decided he'd put his personal dislikes, dislikes aside for the country because he couldn't allow Hillary to be president. That's a man of principle. Okay. Yes. That's that's. I that's, mean, I wouldn't argue well with that. That's well said. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't argue with that. Yeah. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, Brandy in New Jersey, you're on the blaze. Oh my gosh! Hi. Hi. Um, I <laughs> I just wanted to say that Ted Cruz really is a man in principle. I couldn't agree more with that tweet mm-hmm. that just was said. Um, although I stood by him through thick and thin, and um, was super excited about his campaign. I thought he ran awesome. I just feel like he knew when was the right time to come forward and 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 give it in and say, okay, enough's enough, and I'm going to go forward for what's best for the country and do what's best for the country. So I really trust that he's a really intelligent, smart man, and I feel like he really did the right thing at the right time. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, so you would vote for Ted again for president, right? I would. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yes, I would. I think he should have been president. But you know what? Oh, yeah, if he can't be too. president, <laughs> at least he has the support of mm-hmm. all of us mm-hmm. and you guys. And mm-hmm. to know that he really did do the best he could. And when the time is right, maybe he will be president. So yeah. um, I don't really agree with everything or personality-wise with Trump, but I've been happy pretty much so far. Way yeah. better than if it was Hillary. And I like the communication that Trump and Cruz had together. And um, I kind of feel like it's been a little bit the same with um, oh, the other independent guy. Um, I can't think of his name. Rand, uh, Ron Paul. Or, no, Rand, Rand Paul. Paul. Yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like, you know, when each guy feels like they need to stand up for what they need to believe in, that's what they've been doing. So, I mean, we have to trust that. And they've been doing a good job about that so far. Yeah, I, I I think, general speaking, they have. Appreciate it. Thanks, Brandy. Yeah, I mean, don't don't get me wrong. I'm I have I'm not off the Ted Cruz bandwagon. I obviously want him to win his Absolutely. seat, and yeah. we're we've always been big fans of Ted Cruz. Um, we were huge fans of him from the very beginning. As soon as we found out about his politics and what he believed and his ideology, and when he ran against uh, David Dewhurst mm-hmm. here in Texas, and nobody gave him a chance. Uh, we kept saying, this guy's going to win. I think that was the last time we were right about an election, actually. So hmm. uh, those were good times. Yeah. And, and good times. Part back of the then. things that I think about with Ted Cruz <clears throat> is the GOP establishment, they, they disdain Trump, but I think they would actually uh, work to block something that a Ted Cruz, a real conservative, would oh, try to yeah. put forward. Yeah, I think so too. And so you you got to think that um, hey, you know what? In that perspective, maybe more is getting done under Trump with this GOP Congress than with Cruz. Maybe Cruz is much more conservative, but as far as actually getting something through legislative wise, 
you're probably going to have a higher percentage of victories. Oh my gosh, I'm tired of the winning um, from Trump because you know mm-hmm. they would hate the GOP establishment would hate Trump so much they would, or tr- uh, Cruz so much they would block every op- opportunity that he would have to actually show his conservative stripes. Yeah. Uh, this Cruz uh, discussion, by the way, was was kind of uh, kickstarted by the fact that uh, Ted has asked President Trump to come to Texas campaign for him. That's going to be interesting to see if it happens. I hope it does. Uh, we'll see. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. More Packer Unleashed just around the corner. Pat Gray Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. 888-900-3393. And uh, Pat Unleashed on uh, on the Twitter sphere. The uh, CEO of Twitter getting a lot of flack because he actually defended Alex Jones on his platform and by saying he hasn't, he hasn't violated our rules. Why would I ban him? We didn't suspend Alex Jones or InfoWars yesterday, Dorsey wrote. Uh, We know that's hard for many, but the reason is simple. He hasn't violated our rules. The end. Okay, well, that's not the end for the left, of course, they want. Or whoever is, I mean, the perception, I guess, is that Alex Jones is a a right-wing person. He's not. Um, But that's what they make him out to be. Uh. He went on to say, we'll enforce if he does, and we'll continue to promote a healthy conver- conversational environment. Oh, is that what Twitter is? <laughs> wow. Nothing healthy. They're going to continue <laughs> to promote a healthy conversational environment by ensuring tweets aren't artificially amplified. Okay. okay. Uh, <laughs> that is the nastiest platform Perhaps on the face of the earth. But you're Mr. Twitter. But I am Mr. Twitter. So how do you how do you uh, delineate between it? How do you how do you walk that fine line of it's nasty, but you're Mr. Mm-hmm. Twitter? Mm-hmm. Well, it's nasty, but I you know I'm just I'm so enmeshed in it that I just have to deal with it. That's all, Keith. That's all. Hmm. So so you're I immune just, from all the hate and all immune. that stuff. I just don't care. How soon do you think we're blocked? Yeah, well, that's the thing. Uh, not long. Uh, because, you know, first they came for the communists, and mm-hmm. I wasn't a communist, so I did nothing. First they came for Alex Jones, and I can't stand Alex Jones, so I did nothing. Mm-hmm. Although we are doing so, I'm saying, it's not right, okay? Stop with it. Let people decide. I like, I decided a long time ago, his stuff is nonsense, okay? 90% of what he spews is is not true, it's not accurate, it's not real, I mean, you got a you got a guy who says that there's they're putting stuff in the water on purpose to turn the freaking frogs gay. You've got a guy who says that shrimp are swimming right up to birds, seagulls, and and virtually asking to be eaten, committing suicide. You've got a guy who says popular mechanics is a division of the CIA. You've got a guy who says Glenn Beck 
is CIA FBI. And this is an FBI CIA substation. And all of us, his employees, are CIA. I mean, he's a guy who said Sandy Hook didn't happen. Now, he denies that all the time, but I played it for you many times. He absolutely did deny Sandy Hook happened. Absolutely, unequivocally, 100% did deny it. He says George W. Bush and the U.S. government caused 9-11, not Islamic extremist terrorism. Okay, this is not a good guy, but he shouldn't be banned. We should be able to figure this out. We should be able to noodle it out on our own. Okay, that's all nonsense, okay? All the 9-11 truther stuff is stupid. It's ridiculous. It makes zero sense. It's all been debunked. 17 years ago, it was all debunked. All of it. But ask him about it today. (laughs) See what happens. Please. He's still on it. So we can figure this stuff out. We can figure it out on our own. We we don't need these giant corporations um, to figure it out for us. You're not our nanny. You're not our parents. Don't act like it. And don't act like you're the government. 888 Also, Aaron Rodgers speaking out on the president and the kneeling controversy. Uh, he had some advice for fellow athletes on how to deal with the criticism from Trump over the national anthem protests. He said it takes away the power of statements. In an interview uh, with the NFL.com, Rodgers said it was best to just ignore whatever the president heaves at players uh, in the NFL or other sports. I think that the more we give credence to stuff like that, the more it's going to live on. I think if we can learn to ignore or not respond to stuff like that, if we can, it takes away the power of statements like that. He's talking about the the president saying that they shouldn't kneel. This guy, you know, I have loved the Green Bay Packers since I was six years old. One One of my first memories of almost anything, but certainly my first memory... Uh, of football is watching the ice bowl with my dad. <laughs> nice. And I loved Bart Starr, absolute hero of mine. Um, I read everything I could ever read on Bart Starr when I was growing up in the seventies. Uh, I've, I followed them through the crappy years in the seventies and eighties from Zeke Bratkowski to Lynn Dickey to Don Mikowski. Don Mikowski. Mm, magic nice. Don Mikowski. Yeah. To finally Brett Favre. I loved all of those guys. You're welcome for that, by the way. I do not dig Aaron Rodgers. Hmm. I love the way he plays, uh, but I just can't warm up to him as a person. I don't know what it is with him. I don't, I don't know him personally, but from everything I see of him from a distance, he, uh, there's not a ton to like there, it seems like to me. No. Am I wrong on that? Uh, it's a vibe, right? Yeah, there's just but, a yeah. vibe about him that I just don't like. Hmm. Ah. No, this 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 goes back to uh, uh, him getting, uh, you know, when he was supposed to go to uh, the 49ers. Remember that? Because he's a Bay Area kid. And the 49ers. Yes. Yeah. And it, but you're right. It seems like he's had a chip on his shoulder, which I totally understand that one. And but it although, seems like he applies it to everything. Although, OK, look, dude, you went, what, 21st? You were the 21st pick in the first round. First round of the NFL draft. OK, you didn't go number one overall. OK, get over it. Yeah. He's still bitching about that today. Mm-hmm. What was that, 14 years ago? Come on! You're making $20 million a year, 
everybody knows you're a top two quarterback, top three at at worst. Okay, we get it, right? They made a mistake. In 19, 20 teams passed on you. Get over it. Yeah, but no, man, but nobody's question questioning how awesome of a quarterback you are. No, no. Um, but still, to this day, the guy is such an ego guy yeah. that he really believed. I mean, he was pissed. He was pissed. And he's still winning. It's not like he fell to the fourth round. You know, one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of football went in round six. Tom Brady was, what, 295th or something? Jeez. And he never brings that up. Never. Never, nope. ever does that come out of his mouth. Nope. Not publicly. Um, and there was a weird thing between Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre, too. I don't know what it was. There was something yeah. not right there. And, and I'm sure some of it was Favre's ego as I'm well. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure um, it probably was. But they didn't. I don't think they liked each other at all. <laughs> at all. Who drafted Brett Favre? I cannot remember off the uh, top wasn't of it the my head. Really awful, Just stupid cannot. Atlanta Falcons. I've seen some things on, uh, what was his name? The coach at the time? Jerry Glanville. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> he did not like Favre. For whatever reason, didn't like him, yeah. and we used to mock him. Called called him Mississippi all the time, well, and and then just put his arm on display like, "Hey, watch, watch, uh, watch Mississippi throw the ball from the fifty yard line into the third uh, deck of the stadium because nobody can do that, but Brett Favre could because he's got a cannon for an arm, and then he still didn't let him play on the field. He still didn't trust him. He still didn't like him. He still didn't. Well, they didn't keep him. Brett Favre was a party animal, and he spent all of his time in Buckhead. And Favre himself says, you know, probably getting out of that that scene and getting to a, a place like Green Bay, where he yeah, wasn't maybe exposed that helped. to that, yeah, um, was very helpful. But yeah. uh, I yeah. can see that. I can see that. But Glanville was an idiot on Favre. Still, right? He didn't know what he had. Mm-hmm. He had no idea what he had. Yep. Yep. There's a Hall lot of fame conf- quarterback, and you didn't even play him. It's amazing. It's amazing. Okay. Admit it. It's amazing. Oh, it was terrible. That's all that's all the city of Atlanta does is make terrible trades. I'm not arguing with that. All right. Let's go to Michael in Texas. Uh Michael, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi. Uh I just wanted to uh tell you I work in the oil field, my whole family does. Mm-hmm. I didn't go to college, and I think the biggest difference is uh how much work and the hours you put into the job. The type of work. Okay. And so, so you, most, most you're doing more menial things if you don't go to college? Is that what you mean? No, you're doing more physical yeah. work. You're doing yeah, okay. more physical labor work. And if you don't like 80-hour uh, weeks, then you need to go to college. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like 80-hour weeks? Uh, my wife likes the paycheck, the 80-hour week. week yeah, brings. I'll bet. Yeah, so, but so, so you're still it, making it, a lot of money, but it's, ju- it's just different work. Yeah, I think yeah. the biggest difference in the oil field is the work you do and the the labor it takes to do it. Yeah. All right. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks, Michael. Well, glad somebody's doing it though. Uh, Charles in Ohio, you're on the blaze. Yeah, Pat. I think uh, you know going and working in the oil fields, you know, for a year or two maybe, mm-hmm. saving that money and then using that to go to school. I mean, because that's what I did. I didn't work in the oil fields, but I joined the military to pay for school. Um, because whenever I started school, I'm seeing these kids who are going to Ohio University regional campuses where tuition is $2,500 a semester. Yeah. We're taking out $10,000, $20,000 in student loans every year Jeez. for a, you know, a $10,000 degree 
they're taking out sixty, seventy thousand dollars in debt, but they're showing up in brand new cars and dropping out of school and not realizing that they're going to have to pay that money back. Right. And then they, they they complain about it. They whine about it at the top of their lungs that they have any debt. Exactly. Uh, yeah. That's the thing. You know, I because I went to school on the GI Bill, and I was still being offered twenty, thirty thousand dollars a semester, or not a semester, but a school year, when the school year only costs five grand for the GI Bill. Anyhow. Jeez. Like, why in the world are you offering eighteen and nineteen year olds right out of high school thirty thousand dollars for a? you know, to go to school for $10,000 a year. And this is a regional campus, so these kids are still living at home with mom and dad. Insane. Yeah, it's insane. Uh, appreciate it. Thanks, Charles. Uh, what a concept that you worked, you, you went to the military so that you could earn money to then go to school. What a, what a concept. Nobody can do that. You can't work your way through school. Pay for it yourself? What? That goes back to that mindset of mm-hmm. I should have everything I want right, right now. now right now and and i i don't want to oversimplify this but and i know that you will be of the same mind pat we give participation trophies they get hardware for doing nothing Nothing. yeah so we yes we that mindset starts from day one and it just becomes a part of their ingrained mentality of how society works no Mm -hmm. no yeah we helped create it that's, there's no doubt about it. 888 Get back to the phones here in a second. Let me tell you about losing weight um, and a way to lose weight that will help you keep it off and make it a little, a little bit easier during the course of the day. Because if you're like me, you're just thinking, oh, man, I can't wait until I get to another meal. Do we have ice cream in the freezer? I'm going to stop on the way home and get some. If that's, that's the stuff that's going through your mind. You need some help from Riduzone. Riduzone is a safe, natural, FDA-acknowledged dietary supplement that does a couple of things. It has OEA in it, which they extract from olive oil. And that has been proven to, uh, to boost your metabolism. So it speeds up your system and helps you burn fat. And it helps control your appetite. So you're not thinking about it all day. So that's not the only thing you focus on. And it just makes everything go a little smoother and you're headed downhill instead of uphill all day long. Especially if you've hit a certain age where nothing seems to work. Give Riduzone a try. It's just time to do it. Order it today. Riduzone.com. Enter the promo code PAT. You'll get 30% off a three-month supply. Really good deal. R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. Promo code PAT for 30% off a three-month supply. Riduzone.com. You are listening to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray returns. 888-900-3393. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, we've been talking about the oil boom because in West Texas, I mean, there are jobs available like crazy. They're dying to have people come to West Texas and work in the Permian Basin oil fields. Same in New Mexico, same in Oklahoma, uh, North Dakota, Colorado, Utah. A lot of oil jobs right now. And in some cases... You know, without going to school, you can make $100,000 a year. 
Now, this probably isn't going to last forever. No oil boom ever does. But it's going to last a while. And you could you could save a lot of money doing this. Maybe this pays for your schooling. Who knows? But, you know, it, it's just to let people know there are jobs. There are alternatives. There, you know, you don't have to sit around and be unemployed and uh, collect welfare. You don't have to. If you're willing to get out and work. But it's easier that way, Pat. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's... I mean, if you don't mind the lifestyle of sitting around all day and not really having much in your life. So, wait a minute. I could <clears throat> sit around all day, not work, mm-hmm. take handouts from the government, barely survive. Right. And just live a miserable life. <laughs> yeah, you could. Or I could work hard mm-hmm. and, you know, at the end of the day... And make have, a lot of money and have a really pretty good life. Have so much money that you're buying PlayStation 4s for your friends. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sorry you had to work hard, but my gosh, <laughs> look at the payoffs, man. Nice. What a terrible country. They made me work for this. <laughs> Jeez. Right. I love the... My my son's friend was just so funny for a while because he bought this beautiful car that he had always <laughs> wanted. And then he, he still had so much money coming in that he's like, I okay, I'm going to buy Sean a PlayStation. PlayStation 4. Here. <laughs> No. Okay, how about an Xbox then? No. I've already got one for for one thing, okay? so Uh, I love what you said. He got this car that he's always wanted. He was 19. Mm -hmm. Boy, he was just wanting it for his whole life, you know? (laughs) Yeah. Well, he's a big car guy, and he had. That's so cool. And so he did. And so, wait, what did he do in order to earn that? Uh, He worked. He worked. Yeah, he worked in an oil field. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So, Mm. and uh, the poor friend of my son who went to University of Oklahoma and worked his butt off to get an engineering degree and then came out and then the, you know by then the slowdown had started and he couldn't get a job and has I don't think he's ever worked in oil really I don't think so how long ago was this mm. should we check in on this guy maybe Sounds, five years ago is he doing okay five six years ago a little worried, yeah he's a little worried for him at this point in the story I, he's not doing as well as he used to uh i think but uh yeah uh their lives really and and growing up you would have thought yeah you might have chosen <laughs> the other one. <laughs> oh no so anyway cliff in california you're on the blaze hi Top of the morning to you, gentlemen. Let's, hey. Let me get you a speakerphone. I'm on my bicycle. All right. <laughs> All right, let's What's going on here. Do we work now? Uh-huh. Yep. Okay, great, great. Uh, hey, you know, uh, uh, I remember back in the Reagan days, uh, trickle-down economics and how they blasted that. Well, I was in Mendocino County in the timber industry, and all over NorCal, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, we were cranking out lots of two by fours. Somebody was buying those, right. and they weren't in Mendocino County. Uh, also, uh, now those guys who were in those camps, mm-hmm. they're sending the money home. Yeah, right. That's what you That's call right. trickle down economics. Go to the hardware store. Look at the P- Schedule Forty PVC uh, pipe for irrigation. Everything mm-hmm. is stamped in the USA, so that money's going someplace. Hello, <laughs> this is what you call trickle-down economics, and they poo-pooed Ronald Reagan for that. No, oh, yeah. I think Reagan had the right idea. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Appreciate it, Cliff. They mocked him the whole decade, the entire decade of the 80s, while America's economy was booming. 
He mocked him the whole time. Uh, Lori D. in Washington, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hi, how are you? Uh, hello. Uh, I am just calling. I have a history lesson for you. I want to tell you the story about how I learned about uh, sex wait, and bathrooms. Wait, 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 hold on. Lori, Lori, is the history lesson that you just placed an order for food and it's on its way? Is that? No? Uh, no, no, but Keith, I'm going to Chick-fil-A's for lunch today, too. I saw your card this morning. Okay. So I wanted to... I'm glad you saw that. Thank, <laughs> thank you for I'm that. Not, I'm not sending food. No, I need to tell you guys how I learned about how sex in bathrooms was a thing, because I grew up in Milwaukee, mm-hmm. and huge Packers fan my entire life, and mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> Brett Favre and Mark Shimura used to, uh, when spring, uh, not spring, summer training camp started... Mm-hmm. You could kind of tell where they were at because the cops would show up and have to pull Mark Chamora and Brett Favre out of a bathroom with some co-ed. And you could kind of tell oh. how they were going to play that weekend of uh, the preseason based on how drunk they were at the bar. Really? <laughs> so, hmm. yeah, was it Brett the more Favre drunk was... they were, the better they played? Or was it the opposite? No, that's me and golf. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it just depends. Well, as the season wore on, if they were drunker, they did play better because they probably could not feel their extremities anyway so, when they woke up. So you're so, saying that yeah. that Favre cheated on his wife the whole time? Oh my gosh, it was the the uh, worst kept secret. He and Shamura would troll around uh, Green Bay. They'd head down to Whitewater. One of my uh, one of my friends in high school, his older brother went to UW Whitewater and had a, sort of a little side bookie business where. Uh, <laughs> If they were spotted in and out of, of bars and getting drunk, he would take bets on uh, the point spread and the scores, and he sort of was a bookie. Throughout this mm. well, and he made some money. We weren't we weren't supporting a pastor and quarterback, were we? Is that what we were looking for? No, I just wanted I wanted a W, Pat. I just I I want to win. I want to right. Win so badly. I, I know. I never got tired of winning. I know. I know. <laughs> um, you know, I and I knew Favre was not exactly a saint. Uh, no, he's a Packer, but definitely not. But the first, you know, the first inkling I had that maybe he was really kind of a dog was when he did that thing with the uh, the Jets reporter. Oh yeah, remember that? And oh, yeah. he yeah. he texted her his uh, little photo of of uh, his little, nether regions. Little photo. And yeah, I mean, uh, the only, I really think the only thing that saved his career was that there was not uh, an iPhone in the beginning yeah. of his career. Yeah. He got right. out just like in time. He would not have lasted in the NFL. Thanks, Larry. Appreciate it. Hopefully, he's gotten a grip on that. I mean, so to speak. Of what? Uh, <laughs> hopefully, that's passed. Yeah. I'm hoping, because he's what? He's got to be pushing. Well, let's see. He retired at 42, and it's been five years, six years now. His age so is currently 48. 48. Yep. 48 years old. Maybe he's mellowed out a little bit. Yeah, no maybe that. Uh, no way. That's no why, way. No way. That's why, they, that's why they go back into broadcasting because they got to get back on the road, baby. Uh, Take care of a little business. He's actually not in broadcasting that I know of, is he? Mm-hmm. I don't think he does. He see. will though. Maybe, maybe. Right now he's Although, doing copper fit commercials yeah. and blue jean commercials, right? <laughs> yeah, oh, and yeah, blue jean commercials. Yeah. Wrangler, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, Jason in Alabama, you're on the blaze. Hi. Hey, Pat. How you doing? First of all, doing I want good. to say I love the show. Thank you. But I've got a kicker for you. You talk about oil field, you know, work and stuff. About five years ago, I worked for a company out in Fox, Oklahoma, as a roustabout. Uh-huh. And what we used to do is we would uh, we'd go out to all these wellhead sites and we'd bush hog and weed eat around the wellheads. And then you know we just moved from one to one, you know, all day long. Mm-hmm. And uh, come to find out, you know, the company we worked for they used to charge like eighty eighty dollars to a hundred dollars an hour for us to be out there to do this. 
Wow. But my fr- a friend of mine found out that none of that was under contract. So he went and uh, he bought a truck, a tractor, a bush hog, and a weed eater. And he makes $100,000 every six months. Holy cow. Nice. His first year, nice. his first year, all his equipment was paid for. So it's all money in the pocket now. That's great. Appreciate it. Thanks, Jason. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Got uh, chewing the fat with Jeffy coming up. Uh, but first, you got something important to tell us about. Mm. Right? Well, the last caller was talking about uh, bush hogging and weed whacking around uh, around the out in, out yard out in the yard, and that means your ears get dirty. Mm-hmm. Pat, you Is know that what that, that means? That means that. Yeah, okay. when you when you use the mm-hmm. bush hog and the weed whackers, yeah. your ears get dirty. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know you can use cotton swabs or the candling drugstore remedies, but they don't work well. You know what works well? UseWaxRx.com. You can get the real solution for stubborn earwax, the WaxRx earwash system, doctor-developed, works safely when all those other products fail. So you're telling me Why it's better not? than putting a blowtorch in my ear? Yes. Really? I am telling you that. Okay. Yes. That's right. confirmed. That's hmm. confirmed. 100%. percent okay. Yes. As Alex than... Jones would say. That's confirmed. Confirmed. That's confirmed. High level. High level. That's, high, level high, high level people level. are telling me that, that blowtorches don't do well in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> the Wax RX comes with everything you need to safely clean out earwax. That's 100% confirmed from high level people. And conditions ears conveniently at home for less than that doctor's visit. Go to usewaxrx.com, order your reusable earwash system today. Use the offer code RADIO and it'll ship to your house for free. Usewaxrx.com. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network. That happy sound means it's uh, time to chew the fat with Jeffy. Well, you've been talking about the oil fields all day. You know, a couple of months ago, I talked to, uh, had a chance to interview Wayne Christian, uh, who is with the uh, Texas Railroad Commission, and he made a big deal about this, uh, trying to get uh, workers out in the Texas oil fields and the oil patches. They go to, uh, they go out of state, they go to universities and high schools all over the state, mm-hmm. and uh, their biggest problem is uh, people show up for jobs and can't pass the drug test. Or they don't want to work the hours. Right. Um, you know, they, they say, look, come, work. Mm-hmm. We drive trucks. You're going to make a ton ground. of money. You're going to make a ton of money. We'll get, you'll be able to pay for your school It's not like you're making a couple 30, of years. It's not like you're making 20, 25, 30,000. You could make 100 yeah, grand. Or more. Or more. And they'll train you. <clears throat> they train you. They do everything. You just got to show up. You got to be willing to work. And you got to be drug free. And nobody, you know, that's it's, it's a and big they problem. they still can't get enough It's a people. big problem. Wow. Yeah, I mean, they're really struggling with that. And it's it's sad because, uh, I mean, look, everybody can go a little while without some drugs, right? I, you know, illegal drugs. I would think. Let me rephrase that. Illegal but, drugs. Right. <laughs> right. And you're talking about, uh, you know, the, uh, the Republican uh, guy that has insider trading. And that's the, he's the only guy that's ever done anything wrong. Right. I mean, it's been a, the last month we've had two Democrat mayors for uh, soliciting sex and one for uh, corruption. The one guy, the latest guy, mayor in Pennsylvania is for corruption. He set up a GoFundMe page to help him out. 
And Do we hear about those Democrats? No. No. <laughs> no. Not, no. I haven't seen a single story on that on no. CNN. No, of not, not one. Of course not. Silly. Yeah, but what? Heaven forbid. But today is all they're doing is, right. is the oh. Chris What's-His-Face scandal. Insider trading. Uh-huh. Okay. Thank you. And, uh, you know, as far as the Alex Jones stuff, I was thinking that, um, you know, we're pretty much being Overton windowed, I think, on this stuff. I mean, they just keep pushing and pushing, and then they'll come back and say, oh, yeah, we're sorry. Mm-hmm. You know, I know, you know what, you, the people that have already been silenced, you're going to continue to be silenced. But the rest of you, the rest <laughs> but, of you, yeah, we'll we'll, we won't new, go any further. We'll set some new standards. I mean, yesterday, I know that, uh, you know, a guy from Sweden, he's like a, a, a political commentator, a freelance <clears throat> journalist. He tweeted yesterday, this Peter Sweden, uh, within the last 24 hours, Alex Jones has been banned from Facebook, YouTube, Apple, Spotify, Pinterest, LinkedIn. If this isn't a blatant case of collusion to try to erase someone from the Internet, I don't know what is. That's for this sure. is 1984 in real life. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just happening in front of us, and we're letting it happen. It's pretty It's pretty sad. And when you talk about rules, I know you, you've talked about uh, you know they need to set up a specific case for rules. I know Glenn's real big on that. We want to mm-hmm. know what the rules are. But, and that's, the, that's mm-hmm. the YouTube case, right? I mean, they've, they've shut people down, broken business platforms. Companies have, uh, were making money and had employees making videos, and then YouTube said, well, you know, um, we're going to change the algorithm. And it says so right in the thing that you click on yes on that we can change it any time we want. And yeah. it's our platform. We'll let you know. But, you know, they lost advertisers. I mean, they, they, they won lawsuits. The judges said, hey, you know, YouTube, uh, you can do what you want. You're not obligated to display any advertisements alongside videos. I mean, the court said that to them, and that's part of their deal. Mm-hmm. So those, you know, they give us the platform, and by they, you know, YouTube, Google, Twitter, whatever, the, whatever it is, they give us the platform, and then they make, give us a way to make money, and then they take it away and try to sell it back to us, and then if that's not good enough, they just take it away. I, it's, it's, I, mm-hmm. I don't know where I'm at with it. It's really, I've really struggled with it because it's not, I know, you know, they're, they're corporations, they can do what they want, they're companies, yeah. but they let us into the door, man. It sucks, though. It, it sure does. It's wrong. It's just, it is wrong. And I don't, I, it's wrong. I, I just I don't know where I, where I, I want to get mad at them, but then I'm like, well, you know, I mean, I knew the deal. Mm-hmm. It's like, I tease Keith all the time about reading all the, you know, disclaimers for different apps and stuff. But, you know, I just want to take the picture. Yes. I know. I don't care what you do to my phone. I just want to take the picture. <laughs> but, you know, mm-hmm. a, a year from now when they're recording my bedroom conversations right. and they say, you told us we could. Yeah. What, what am I, I was supposed to, mm. I, I'm going to be mad, but I, I told them they could. Right. It's just, it's just strange. By the we're, way, we're in a strange I, place. Have you heard yet? Uh, Robert uh, tweeted out this question. H- have we heard yet if Alex Jones has lost his Etsy account? Oh, have we? Yeah, have do we, we heard know that? This? Oh, yeah. I don't do know. We, know we for haven't sure? gotten any update on that one. No, we haven't. Because so, he's still on Instagram, right? You were saying this other guy got booted from Instagram, but he's still on Instagram, yeah. he might which be is on, a Facebook entity. But he needs a place to sell his arts and crafts. But yeah, the arts right. and crafts are really important so, to him. I know. So I, I just hope he hasn't lost his Etsy account. I know, and because. he tried to claim yesterday. I heard him in an interview yesterday that uh, he tried to claim yesterday that everybody takes his uh, Sandy Hook thing out of context. No, and I was like, dude, no. I listened to you. No, I heard, I okay. heard now the darn show, and I, I couldn't <laughs> believe it. I mean, he said it again yesterday. No, he was being interviewed yesterday. and no. said the same thing. He okay. would not walk it back. That pisses me off. He would not walk it back. I'm going to prove it again. 
Okay? Okay. Out of, I am out of going context. to prove this again. This yes, is the entirety of what he said. <laughs> they have staged events before, but then you learn the school had been closed and reopened, and you got video of the kids going in circles in and out of the building, and they don't call the rescue choppers for two hours, and then they tear the building down and seal it, and they, they get caught using blue screens, and uh, a, a email by Bloomberg comes out in the lawsuit where he's telling his people, get ready in the next 24 hours to capitalize on a shooting. Uh, yeah, so Sandy Hook is a synthetic, completely fake, with actors, in my view, manufactured. I could Okay, there's, there's, there's no context. There's no context. That changes, out of context. That changes what he just said. No. In his view, it's synthetic, it's fake, it's completely manufactured. And he wants it both ways. He wants it both. He wants to be able to say, "Hey, I, I'm just pretending and playing a part, and using this as a, you know, as no. an example." Sorry. And then no. come back and say that he's a legitimate broadcaster uh -huh. and telling you the facts. Uh huh. Well, which is it? Yeah. It's no. He absolutely has called Sandy Hook fraudulent, manufactured with actors, with actors. He says, initially, I thought some people died. Then he was amazed that nobody did. That they were crisis actors. Well, I mean, that's it's amazing. How, that's how you, you've taken him out of context once again. Yeah, why did you have to <laughs> take mean, him out of context, man? I don't know that I... I hate that. Ex that is such a lame excuse. <laughs> you took me out of context. No, we played the entirety of your... What, what context does that work? But the mainstream media took me out of context. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, Ruby Rose uh, going to be suiting up as the DC's superhero Batwoman on the for the CW. Congratulations to her. And uh, you're, Pat, you're going to want to be able to catch this because this is uh, you know the character is going to make the big CW debut in the crossover event between all four shows: The Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, Supergirl, and uh, now Batwoman. And uh, look, you're going to love her because she's going to be armed with a passion for social justice. A flair for speaking her mind. She soars onto the streets of Gotham as Batwoman, highly trained street fighter, primed to snuff out the failing city's criminal resurgence and an out lesbian. So that's good. I mean, that's the new Batwoman on CW. That's great. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Looking forward to it. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, no. Uh, the alarm has been sounded. Oh. Uh, there's a new invasive tick spreading to the United States of America. Uh, the exotic tick, previously unknown to the United States, is spreading across the eastern United States with sightings in seven states this summer. And you can poo-poo, roll your eyes all you want. But uh, the Asian or long-necked tick has been found in Arkansas, New Jersey, New York, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, Virginia, and West Virginia. It's native to East and Central Asia, but has been found in the United States for the very first time. And I know what you're thinking. Hmm. You're thinking, hey, I'm... I easily confuse the other tick species, including the rabbit tick, oh. mm -hmm. which is common in the eastern U.S. And mm -hmm. the species' distinctive horns may not be visible without a microscope. So the Asian tick infests host animals in dense clusters. Female Asian ticks reproduce asexually, so a single tick can reproduce and lay 2,000 eggs after feeding on the host. That's really nasty. Which is cattle, <clears throat> pets, <clears throat> small animals, birds, <clears throat> and humans are potential hosts. And that's the exotic tick. 
<laughs> that's correct. That's its name. That's correct. And get this, which that's not, I mean, if that's not good news, I mean, the, what's good news is, is that you think, well, if they don't feed, if you wear long sleeves and you use DEET and you use protectant, then you're going to kill them off. Well, uh, you know, unfed ticks can live nearly a year. So they've been found on a variety of wild, wild animals. And they, some of the ticks just hang out, wait for food to come by. <laughs> hey, I got a year. I'm good. No problem. Uh, health officials said uh, the longhorn tick is capable of transmitting Lyme disease, but look, it's shown in Asia to spread other serious diseases such as the F- SFTS virus and the pathogen that causes Japanese spotted fever, along with many other diseases in animals. So just be on the lookout for that. We'll be on the lookout for that. So then, look, if that wasn't bad That's enough, great. we have the invasion of the big uh, <clears throat> the lizards. Uh, the group of South American lizards that can grow up to four feet long. They've established a home in Florida now. They've been brought to the United States. The reptiles are moving from state to state. The tegu lizards. They live in two big colonies in Florida but and, and in the Carolinas and uh, in central Texas. Uh, but they're uh, voracious, omnivorous, predatory lizards. Can live in a variety of habitats. We don't know what's going to happen or how intense this invasion is going to become until the effects are upon us. Mm. So, I mean, it, these these things are... They're armed with strong jaws, tails, and they can wield their th- their tails as their weapon. I mean, they'll hurt. Hmm. Now, why would you want to? I mean, people have these lizards as pets. It's what's happening. They have them as pets. And then the ones that are nice, they keep. And the ones that are ornery and tough to handle, according to one of the pet owners, they just let them, just let them go. Eh, go ahead, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and they just let them outside. And then they start, they, they just find other lizards and go, yeah. Yeah. We're hanging out together. Mm-hmm. All right. Are those gator eggs? Are those gators? Yeah. We're going to eat those. Those are us. <laughs> wow. I know. Uh, now, they're killing them in Florida. If you're if you're in private property, you can kill them as you, whatever, however you want. How big are they? Uh, about four feet. They grow, four feet? Yeah, they grow. That's, that's what it really? says. Really? So uh, wow. Yeah, grow up to four feet. Wow. That's big. That's pretty big. Yeah, that's yeah. big. And uh, in Florida, I love this. Uh, private mm-hmm. lands, hunters without a license are allowed to kill the tago lizards. If it's done humanely. <laughs> so you have to kill it you nicely. You have to kill it nicely. Right. Yeah. You want to okay. make sure that you only use one yeah. bullet in the head. <laughs> you, do, you sing it a lullaby before you club its head? It's, or what, what it's do you humanely. do? Humanely. Yeah, no, okay. It's just nicely. Tell it a little story? Yeah, don't. Once upon a time, there was a little lizard. And don't pretend like you don't know how to kill clubbed things. in the head and come. Tegu, hey, I'm sorry. They, li- <laughs> I'm sorry. Your last owner set you free, treated you badly. Get over here, and then thump it in the head. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I can do that. <laughs> and, uh, and and look, what's going to happen? And I love this. This is a this is a great Florida story. Uh, people, you know, they have the tegu lizards that grow up to four feet, but. This is a perfect Florida story about the guy who now uh, carried, and he, look, it, he was really drunk, but when you see the video, you'll see that, oh my gosh, the gator actually had its mouth taped, so he was safely carrying the gator, but he doesn't remember carrying the gator into the convenience store. No recollection of that happening at all. At all. This store sells some good liquor. <laughs> I drank a lot of it that night. The viral video shows Robbie Stratton running through a convenience store with an alligator in his hands. He takes the animal in the beer fridge as well. I don't even remember coming up here. We asked Stratton where the alligator came from. No clue. No clue. I literally came to the store and he was in the back of the truck. They told me what I did was stupid and I'll be facing some charges here soon. Probably go to jail, probably not. We'll see. He says he regrets his decision, and he's been in contact with the FWC. 
No. I'll have what he's having. That is some weird stuff. That is. Now, I will say, that's what I'm saying, though. See, he was running around with that gator, but gator's mouth was taped. Man, he was safe. Mm-hmm. He was all right. All the way taped. I mean, yeah, he uh, used duct tape on him. Okay. Yeah, taped his mouth shut. Yeah, I, I, I mean, he's still got the tail, and they still are pretty, mm-hmm. you know, they're pretty just a still, huge, totally strong safe. gator. Oh, that's, yeah, totally that's what I'm safe. saying. I'll feel yeah, totally I mean, fine when I see this guy running are you, What are you telling store? me, Keith, that you've never carried a gator into a convenience store in the middle of the night? <laughs> I mean, there could be video proof, but uh-huh. I don't recall. You don't remember. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So, I don't even remember going in there. I just know this store has some great liquor. And I, I mean, I just want Gatorland to take care of the gator, man. <laughs> Where'd you get the gator? I have no clue. I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> Fell out of the sky. I don't, I don't know. So wait a minute. Time I out. I don't remember coming into this store. This guy <laughs> had the wherewithal to tape the gator's right. mouth yeah. shut. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, but I mean, doesn't he, even remember running in there with right. it. Right. When you take a gator, that's the first thing you do. Uh, Duh. First thing I do Obviously. Is Thank you. Mm-hmm. Obviously. I mean, I've never taken one. I don't know. I can't relate. I'm sorry. Or at least I don't remember. Well, the first thing you need to do is tape the mouth then when you do mm-hmm. take a gator. Okay. Mm-hmm. Noted. <laughs> as long as we're on animals in Florida, uh, let's go to uh, cows helping corral criminals in Florida now. <laughs> okay. Uh, two guys uh, stole a car and the police were on top of it in Sanford, Florida, and then they uh, pulled over and jumped out of the car, mm. started running across the field, and the uh, Seminole County Sheriff's Office had the helicopter up with the night vision on. You can see the cows uh, oh, okay. Cows corralling this oh, guy. Oh, so there there's a guy running, running out of the, the field. car. Okay. There he goes. He's trying to get oh, away from the police. He's, he's got free. He's free from the cops. They don't yes, know where he he's is. at. He's out in the field, and the cows are Uh-oh. like, hey, Cows are pissed. Somebody's yeah. in my field, man. Cows have been deputized, <laughs> and they don't <laughs> yeah. want none of this. They, they, t- they don't want none of it. I mean, but they yeah. chase him into the, into the brush. It's amazing. <laughs> it really is amazing. <laughs> The wow. one cow really went and redirected him toward the one side, and then yeah, the uh, one lost arrested. his mind. Yeah. Man, had mad cow disease for all we know. Look, look at this. At that. Look at this guy. Look at this one right here. Watch this one right here. Watch this. Yeah. On Blaze Radio, if you have an opportunity <laughs> to go back and watch uh, uh-huh. watch the television replay, it, it's fascinating. One forty-seven p.m. Eastern time. But yes, I love this. I mean, these cows are not having any of this. <laughs> uh, no, they are not. Well, they've been duly deputized, and they mean uh-huh. business. Yeah, they're they're not taking this guy lightly. You're not getting away with this, dude. That's what they're all what thinking. You know what? You know what else they're thinking? They're thinking this is the most entertainment we've had in this field like ever. So let's make the most of it. And they did. And they did. Good yeah. for them. Somebody finally trying to get into our field. Man, let's go. <laughs> it's on. What a weird thing. That's yeah. a. It is really weird. It's really weird, but it's fascinating. I mean, the, and it, it's fascinating how the cows really did. Like, yeah, they no, they did try to round him up. It looked yeah. like. <laughs> Strange. Um, still burning in California. Yeah, uh, big burning, bad, horrible in California. I How mean, much contained is it? Do we know? Uh, some of the fires are. Uh, f- one fire is forty-seven percent contained. One fire, I think they said, is like thirty-six percent contained. So they're mm-hmm. getting there. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they've they've like the. Um, Mendocino Complex fire is 450 square miles. That's the largest one in, in state history. And uh, I just heard in my ear that the Mendocino fire, that fire, is 80% contained now. Oh, so good. that's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's better than the 36 mm-hmm. that I read. And uh, it's destroyed 75 homes, 68 other buildings. I mean, that's... Yeah, it's bad. Mm. It's really bad. Mendocino is only, you were right, it's only 30% contained. It's been growing at 80% since Friday night. Mm. Oh, there you so, go. So, okay, yeah. so that's uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're still they're working. Help. There's a lot. Texas has done. sent fire firemen there because they have sent firemen here in the past. So Gosh. I mean, states all over the country, 
all over the country are sending. I can't imagine. Uh, I cannot either. Seriously. And they talked about um, a couple things that really ticked me off about the story. Uh, one is that it's, uh, you know, climate change related. <laughs> and it really isn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, it, but it is creating its own its own weather. Mm-hmm. It's so huge, just creating its own weather. And one of the things that they talked about was how it, uh, uh, the clouds form over the fire, mm-hmm. and then uh, it creates uh, wind drafts and a risk of lightning and uh, fire nados. Well, I have a photo of a, of a fire nado that happened in England just recently that uh, it wow. does not is not California. Look at that. But this is what happens when you get a fire nado uh, inside of these giant fires. And it, I mean, it's just fascinating to watch. The, the video is like sixty seconds long. I just you just sit there and watch the whole thing. That and, is pretty amazing. It sure is. It sure is. Now, again, oh. this is this is not in California, but this is definitely uh, a could fire be NATO. probably happening in California. Uh, really. This is a precursor to a shark NATO. Right here. <laughs> it absolutely. Is. The next step is a shark NATO. It absolutely. It just is. it goes into the water. Sucks out sharks and then starts depositing them on uh, urban areas all over the country. Poor Pico. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Where is that? Where is this? This is in England. England? Yeah. Wow. Um, and I find it, you know, these fires start with just about anything. I mean, the, the one fire uh, started in, in July with uh, a trailer rim mm. that was scraping along the highway and sparks were flying into the brush and started. Unbelievable. And why did it start, Pat? Why did it start? Was it climate change? Uh, uh, no. No, it was uh, Barack Obama uh, regulations. Right. Yeah. Well, and they're building in they're building homes in places where they're wooded areas, and they've done that a lot more often well, and a lot more prevalent than they used to. And so, yes, this is bound to happen when you're building so much and you're getting so, uh, so many people into these areas. Something's going to happen to start fires. But when you don't let people do the forest burns, uh, uh, the right. undergrow the undergrown right. trees, uh, <laughs> let the loggers harvest the the usable timber from the beetle infestation trees mm-hmm. or let them selectively cut down the timber that's bad, yep. this is what you get. Exactly right. All right, let me tell you about uh, Minostalgia Foods. Uh, this is a family-owned and operated business since 1990. So for 28 years, they've been making these really edible mem- memories from Minnesota's Northwoods. It's great wholesome food. It's um, almost all made without any preservatives. Flavors you don't find on your grocery store shelves normally, like wild berry jellies and syrups and pepper jams. So good. Beer jellies. Did you have someone there? Yeah, so good. Really delicious. Whipped honeys, maple syrup and maple sugar, which I love. Um, Wild rice, cultivated, naturally growing. Lake wild rice. Uh, They have wild rice pancake mix, wild rice soup mixes. Wild rice, hot cereals, and waffle mixes. <clears throat> it's really good for you, too. It's delicious, and it's good for you. It's whole grain and naturally gluten, sodium, fat, and cholesterol-free. Tie and zinc, protein, phosphorus, trace minerals. It, it just You're just going to be healthier eating this stuff. So the, the 24 or 25 waffles that I had were good for me is what you're saying. They were saying. good for you. Yes, that's exactly what I'm saying. How great is that? (laughs) (laughs) And right now you can save 10% on sampler packs. Just use the promo code TRY10 at blazewildrice.com. Promo code TRY10 at blazewildrice.com. Pat Gray. Unleashed. The Blaze Radio Network.
Now back to Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, finishing up with uh, chewing the fat. Uh, yeah, we, we don't have much time. I've got uh, I've got a bunch of stories we can uh, get to tomorrow. We've got uh, the guy that found books out of a dumpster. This is why I, this is why I go through dumpsters. This is why I go through. Uh, oh, this, this is why. Is, this is mm-hmm. why I go through pick up uh, bags or packages mm-hmm. that you see along the side of the road. Okay. I mean, I uh-huh. it be a shame if you pick up the wrong me one. Someday. Not to pull over and pick up debris along the side of the road. <laughs> I, I mean, I. I know that it's going to be that particular one that I didn't stop for yeah. is going to be I the like kilo this. of Coke. Yeah. It's going to be the 18 <laughs> pounds of pot. It's going to be the suitcase full of cash mm-hmm. that Grandpa threw out of the car. I just know it. Yeah. I just know it. Instead, the ones that I stop for is just trash. Do a lot of grandpas throw suitcases yes, they full do, of cash out angry, of the car? They get angry they? at the okay. wife. They're right. mad. They just throw it out the window. Well, you'd be ashamed to pass one of those <laughs> Thank, suitcases full saying. of cash up. I know it? the ones that I passed are, are the one. Be a darn, darn crying shame is what it would be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We are what? Uh, it's the oh, We're less yeah. than three weeks away yes, from we college football. We're about yes, four we weeks are. away from NFL I mean, football. They are playing in camp now. Oh, it's so nice it's to see the reports. So great. I mean, last week I I just turned on, I just turned on the game to hear Al Michaels call the game. It was <laughs> so soothing. Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network. is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed, uh, where Charles Gall tweets. <laughs> this is about the cows, the corral, the. You mean the, the criminal? You mean the Sanford County uh, mm-hmm. deputy sh- yes, sheriffs? The deputized uh, cattle. Bad boys, bad boys. What you gonna moo? What you gonna moo when they come for you? Right? It's good, right? Right? It's good, clever. That's very good. Uh, Kool-Aid Drinker tweets out, I think you guys are wrong on all this social media stuff. Capitalism will win out. As they get more restrictive, alternatives will spring up, and their influence and power will end up lost. Uh, I hope you're right. I don't know about that. I hope so. From Struggling Lumby, uh, banned from Pinterest? Harsh. How else would he get his recipes and craft ideas? I know. And look, that's too much. ridiculous. Anybody yeah. that's been on Pinterest. And I enjoy Pinterest. I will say, though. I'm a Pinterest enjoyer. You put a little crimp in his business here with the Facebook. Absolutely. The YouTube, the Google thing, you can't the, tell, all that. Uh, absolutely I mean, come you on. did. Because you, even if you, <clears throat> you get it on the app, and even if you go to his website and subscribe yeah, and pay And right money, now, he's going to benefit from all the publicity. Yes. But eventually... That won't be the case. No, and you know all the adver- you know all the advertising that we do for those platforms mm-hmm. to be treated just like dirt. I know is r- yeah. what really frustrates sucks. me. Yeah, because I mean, sucks. They're the one with the that has the power. Yeah, right. I mean, they're uh-huh. I, yes, they're like we absolutely can put our put our goods and services on their platforms, no problem. And we gave them the right to do whatever they wanted to do. They can advertise and make all the money they want, but it's it's no, there's no. Oh, you know what? Mm-hmm. We don't. Well, you didn't say that the way we like it. We're not putting that up. And by the way, where's the guideline? Show me. Show me what was violated by Alex Jones, so that I know. 
what I need to avoid. Well, he violated, me, he violated them all right across the board. Yeah, what Every are they? Every single one. And they were, that, I mean, which ones well, again? They, you know, the ones. You know, shouldn't they Shouldn't they at least tell everybody what it was he said that was out of bounds? What what violation did he did he actually... Is it the same violation on Pinterest as it is on right? YouTube? Right? Uh, I don't know. Is it the same violation on LinkedIn and that's on uh, that's on Amazon? Uh, I don't know. Now I can see them taking off the Sandy Hook thing. I can see them dropping that whatever podcast that was on. You know where he because yeah, everyone has taken that out of contest. Yeah, right, right, <laughs> right. Thank you, uh, Jeffy, for making that point that he does all the time. Um, I can see that. Because that's hurtful to all the victims and, and the families of the Sandy Hook uh, And massacre. he absolutely doesn't care about that. And he doesn't care. Right. At all. Right. I can see them taking down the false claims against the uh, ping pong pizza place. Um, you know, they're running a prostitution ring out of the basement of that. Because yeah. that almost cost somebody their life. They had a guy go in there with a gun. Right. That was inspired by Alex Jones. Unfortunately, nobody got killed or hurt there, but he they could have. And the guy found out, well, they don't even have a freaking basement to be running a prostitution ring out of this pizza place. Stop it. That they showed him. That saying. they showed him, right? That's, that's right. Thank you for, again, that's making that point. I think that's where he is, too, because he was forced <laughs> into making an apology. There. He's absolutely there. And he's back doing it again. Oh, yeah, because he's the same thing with the younger people. Remember he did the big apology to the yoga people that he had. Yes, the same thing. You right. walked all that. Did the back. same thing. Yeah, and then he went, and then he walked it back forward. Yep. He's <laughs> he's not a good guy. No, he's not, not a good guy. But look, I I can make that choice. Yes, I can make that choice. Thank you, YouTube, Google. Yes, exactly right. Um, and you know, as far as uh, oh, you got me up as far as some of the things we that he has ball. stumbled onto, though. He needs to be heard because, for instance, listen to this. He wants to be left standing as the new vestigial leader mm-hmm. of what's left of libertarians. And you know who he's talking about here? Uh, that uh, This guy down the hall? Yeah, that Glenn Beck oh, guy. Oh, my goodness. He wants to be the new vestigial leader. So Don't we all? Yeah, well. And, you know, I just said here in the office earlier on air, I said, you know, he brags he's got all these FBI agents that work for him, former FBI, uh-huh. that, does. you know, he's got all these people. I've talked to people that worked there years ago about how they watch everything we do, and they're supposed to be us, but then demonize us. And Right, right. So they watch we watch everything he does. Everything they do. Man, that could not be further from the <laughs> truth. Um, wanted to be like him? Uh, no. no. Um, and then demonize him? I and mean, we didn't really talk about him back in the day. No. I was not. told that by... Uh, high level people. High level people. High level people. High level I mean, high repeatedly, it's not even that big of a deal. I'd be not big a deal. Going into Fox Studios, be another show. Listen to this. Say, have you heard this? Okay, so he goes into Fox Studios. Shh, I'm sorry, Studios. Do another show. To shows. do other shows. Glenn Beck is freaking out, climbing walls. You can't come on now. And I'd be that's fine. I'm going over to the View. And so what he's claiming here is Glenn would be doing his show. Alex Jones walks in to do somebody else's show. I, I've never and seen him. Glenn I've rarely seen him on Fox News. The walls. And Glenn somehow got word. Somebody got word to him that Jones was in the building. 
it's like a I don't know 30 story 40 50 story building that's the and everybody knows that everybody who's everybody. in there I freaking hate Glenbeck so bad okay so that bastard so he and his people would climb the walls <laughs> knowing Alex Jones was doing somebody's show and he'd shut it down <laughs> that's tremendous I mean you're making this up that's out of whole cloth tremendous. man this is unbelievable went over to do uh, you know CNN. Right. It's not that big of a deal, but Glenn Beck and his quote people don't, you know, don't want you in here. They're throwing fits. <laughs> throwing fits because Alex Jones uh, is no big building. deal. It's only the biggest network. I don't uh-huh. want to go on there anyway. <laughs> and you know they've got pull in the government. And we've got pull Whoa. in the government. The, keep in mind, I mean, this is clearly. under Obama, by the way. This is during the Obama years. And I'm like, what do you mean? And he goes, man, the guy's the government. Glenn Beck is the government. <laughs> Think about it. And, <laughs> Think, Think about, about it. it. And, you know, I could name names, but you I'm could. not going to name names. No, so, no. Name, name, no name, name them. Name them. Name names. I want to know names. And then so I was do told I. by someone else, high level, then these are people's names you'd know, okay? <laughs> you'd know them. About Glenn Beck. And, and that the FBI is there, a section of it from the Justice Department. And I go, but wait, he's going after Van Jones. He's going after Obama. No. They're like, that's all fake. No. Fake. Oh, all of it. Right. Fake. It's all he busted fake. us. Fake. And Busted. the guys are like, Alex, is that really true? And I said, of course it's true. Of course it's Look true. into him in the FBI. Duh. So they started search engineing. And guess what they found from the blaze? Oh, no. What from the blaze? From the blaze. Get this. Okay. You're about to hear what Why they found. I heard this? This is awesome. Oh, you, now when he, when he wrinkles up the document, yeah. you know it's official. You can't do that without it being an actual CIA document. Like this is. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That's an actual that CIA. Camera, man. It's a CIA no, document. That's why I've turned it around backwards so you can't Dang. see. This is highly classified Easy. material. And I couldn't do this if it weren't. Oh. Did you get okay. that from high-level people? Or? I got it from high-level CIA operatives <laughs> in the government. Hiding this in plain view. Mm-hmm. Listen to this. And again, how do I go from Ukraine to this? Because know. it's the whole government is just a bunch of special interest, right. CIA, wait, NSA, what, what, what FBI, corporate place. groups He's building out. their own private kingdoms. Kingdoms. Basically, Glenn Beck is like a private CIA takeover of Clear Channel is basically what's <laughs> happening. And then yeah. no one else can make money at Clear Channel but uh-huh. Glenn Beck. Keep in mind, oh. Rush Limbaugh's at Clear Channel. Mm-hmm. Sean Hannity's at Clear Channel. Neither one of those guys can make any <laughs> money because Glenn... Sucking it all out of the company, man. No bastard. Uh, he's just so greedy. Greedy bastard. First of all, he's failing, and then he's sucking every dime out of Clear Channel. Which is it? You can't have it both no, ways. Can't. Which is it? No, you can't. And at Premier, and no one else gets paid money because all the former executives went over there, and it's all right. FBI and CIA run, yeah. and here they are openly hiding it in plain view. Ten questions for Buck Sexton. Oh. <laughs> Okay, so he's, so he, finds, he finds bucks. Hiding in his page, plain sight. Hiding in plain sight on the Thank Blaze you. website. I love this. Now this adds... I Are mean, you telling me I shouldn't be able to hear this? Come on. This lends credibility to his story because yes, Buck Sexton is yes, former is. CIA. Yes, no, you didn't. I did. I did. It blew his cover. I thought it was on clandestine, man. What are we doing here? Well, look, I'm tired of pretending. And when Alex sees right through us, I, I feel so vulnerable under his not. steely gaze. Hey, Ron. Like he just sees right through us. Too late right to, through is us. it too late to dump this part? <laughs> no, the, come on. Uh, the, the jig is up. It's up now. All right. Ten questions for Buck they, Sexton. Ten questions for Buck Sexton. <laughs> are the Justice Department. They are. are Obama. We are, we are Obama. 
Okay. And I'll just go ahead and, and we're going to put reports together. Right. Glenn Beck, do it. Do it. you want it, buddy? You, yes. Maybe I'll name names, do son. It. Yes, son. son. You want it? Dad. You're going to get it. Oh, you yeah. want do it? it? Do it, You're going to yes. get it. I want it. Yes. I want it. I gave yes. you the benefit of the doubt. Uh-oh. No, don't. And I knew you were after me, and I said, leave me alone. Oh, <laughs> what was this? I want to know when that was. Oh, leave me alone? Yeah. When, when he knew we were after him, and he said, leave me alone. Yeah, I don't remember no. any of that. No, that might have been a video pulled. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> might not have seen Well, you think the fact that you're Benedict Arnold going to come out oh there it is there's a document again and he couldn't be doing that if it weren't a real one you were spouting white house talking points three days before word for word it came out of media matters busted you got the memo before they did bud but we got your ass he's got his ass What, what, which, which particular memo? I don't know. What were we reading? Oh know. my gosh, Jeff. I want proof. Come on. You know which one. Stop acting. I know. Okay, this the is jig the is one up. Where I, I already said, I, yeah. I, I, know he, I know he gave us the. Right. The so you know, document. he's got us. But, There's nowhere yeah. we can go now. He already See, did when the we, sound. We used to get uh, memos, highly classified mm-hmm. memos from the West Wing. Right. And then the yeah, one day. Because we, we are Obama. Right. And we screwed up. We screwed up. We, we put a memo one day in the show prep stack mm-hmm. instead of the top secret stack. And he was on the air just doing his little monologue thing. And he just, re- just reached out and started reading it. It's not a coincidence we were broadcasting out of the Oval. I'll tell you that. It's <laughs> a good point. It's a good point. You want more? We're going to compile a dossier on all your people now. And okay. we're going to put it oh, out no. for folks. We're okay. going to realize your little base over there is a CIA FBI substation. <laughs> substation? No, basement. no, 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 no. This, this is headquarters. headquarters. This is headquarters. This is headquarters. This is Son. Not, we're not a substation at all, Dad. <laughs> okay, so, you know, that's how pathetic that it all is. That is good stuff. Why hadn't I heard that one? It's great, right? You want it, you got it. Yeah, give it to us. Hit us. Uh, please. Name names. Come on, man. Come on. Do the dossier on all the people who work here. <laughs> Come on, man. The, I, I remember that dossier? Because, yeah. I mean, this was years oh, yeah. ago, yeah. so where's the dossier? Yeah, I don't say, know. Say, save Whatever the you Jeffy. do, don't send it to the IRS. Save the <laughs> Jeffy dossier for last. It's going to take yeah. up all your time. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. Oh, it's great Come stuff. on, and I can't, you want to take that away from me? No. I don't want to. I don't want it taken away. No. Losing him is like losing, like, Al Sharpton. Yeah. You know? It's been tough without Al. Right. It has been tough. It was tough. I mean, not that I... To be honest, I never watched a show. No, but but the clips clips. afterwards... The clips were great. Obviously, yeah. All right. 888-900-3393. I thought we were going to talk about football. We are going to. We are going to. Hang on. We are. Uh, I got off on a tangent. I know. Um, But you know what? It's because... Glenn Beck runs a CIA FBI substation here, and uh, it's out now. It's out. It's out. It's out. It's out now. I mean, I <clears throat> right. So he's created a couple of things. He's created a CIA FBI substation, and of course, realestateagentsitrust.com. dot com. So a couple of you know high level operate operations. Do you actually have the document? I, I right here. Okay. Well, this is fact. from this is from Mercury Real Estate. Right there, right there, we got your ass right here. You want it? You got it. <laughs> you want me to name names? Shun. I'll name names. That was so good. I heard that before. So uh, Glenn had, as you know, a bad experience. He and Tanya with uh, with real estate agents in Connecticut. They were good people. They were friends. And I think they were 
it seems like they were friends from church or something. It just didn't work out very well. And so the, the house sat there on the market for, I don't know, two, two and a half years. And they lost a lot of money on it. So they started researching how what makes a good realtor. And they found out that great agents are full-time. They, they don't just dabble in things. And they don't just show up and say, okay, we're going to just list your home as is because they know it won't sell that way. They know about things like curb appeal, uh, the landscape, what does the trim look like, how's the paint, you know, the windows. First impressions are super important. Uh, They know it needs to be professionally staged. You can't just walk into an empty house and then it's going to be sold and people are going to imagine there's stuff in there. They have to see things in there, most people. It's a huge factor. They know when to list your home because of school opening or closing, summertime coming or Christmas. They, they know what price to list your home at based on what's going on in the market. These are all the things that are taken into consideration when we choose these agents. And they're all fans of the show, so they got that in common with you. And you know you're going to share, basically speaking, the same principles and values. So this is why you should work with the agents of realestateagentsitrust.com. 1,200 of the top agents in America working to earn your trust. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Pat Gray on the Blaze Radio Network. Right there. Stop holding it up to the camera, man. No, it's an official CIA document. It's an official. Someone's official see it. CIA document right there. In fact, it says CIA, CIA right on it. I can't believe we're... we're you want more, son? You want more? Are you trying to get us killed? I can't believe we're sticking up for Alex Jones. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I feel like I've, we're not. I think we have to, we though. We feel like we're Seriously, sticking up for Alex Jones. I, I do, Kind of have to yes. on this, because yes. first it came for Alex on, Jones. Man. And I, I did know. nothing because I don't like. You're gonna him. go. Oh, that's LB Alex Jones. Nobody. Likes Alex him. Jones sucks. But that's what they all want. Let him go. Um, but that's yeah. They're not. They're not going to stop with Alex Jones. No. And they've way. said so. Chris no Murphy, way. the Democratic senator of Connecticut, said he's just the tip of the iceberg. Well, who does that include? Oh, then? thanks, Chris. Who does that yeah. include? You know who it includes. It includes the Blaze. You're darn right. It you does. know it does. It includes Fox News. Oh uh, yeah. Are we going to sit around while that, all of us go down? No. No. Um, you know what we do have, though, is uh, in all this craziness, in all this madness, the one thing I hope hold out a glimmer of hope for is football season. Let me give you a number, Pat. <clears throat> okay. 25. 25. 25 days. Till till college football. Till college football. Now, I think September it 1st. Be, is it 25 days from co- September, September 1st? 1st? I think there. I think okay. we also. I think we probably have a Thursday or Friday night game in there. Five so days. it might be actually 23 or 24. Oh. But yeah, but it's 25 days 25 to my, yeah, me and my season. Too. Yeah. Uh, Less than that. Less than that. Right. And it's only tw- it was 25 days. Is uh, it? 20, is it less than 25? Yeah, because you've got 31 days in August, right? Right. And well, it's we, already, already We're already through the 8th, right? So we're yeah, at about yeah. 23 days. Okay, I like that better. That felt better. Say it feels better. That feels better. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So who does Missouri start with? 
Right, so Do you know? School Just a alive. podunk, yeah. crappy. Yeah, we're gonna get a victory. Like a seventy to ten beating victory thing. Moment. Better be. And Nebraska, Akron, better be right. Akron. Mm-hmm. So Ooh, boy, mine is the only legit game. Oh, geez. Of the uh, yeah. beginning of the football season. Yeah. BYU Arizona. However, five and zero, oh, right? Yeah, they start <laughs> I, out five and zero. Oh. Oh, what? I, cannot. I, what? I, I am so mad at myself for having to root for a loss on BYU. You bastard! You better not be. Wow. Because I'm a you turn me you into a fan, not. but they're not going five and zero. He's got I'll be CIA connections. Careful, uh huh. There's not a chance. There's not a chance. But I would. What do you mean? There's not a chance. If I were a chance, yes, Pat, you're right. Sorry, Your Honor. There's absolutely a chance. Thank you. Okay, okay. so you're saying it could I happen. Tell the jury what you feel. Yes, there is a chance. And so now it's possible. So now you have declared that if they start five and zero, which includes wins over Arizona, uh, California. Washington, Wisconsin, and I think the other one is McNeese State in their first five. That okay. sounds right. Yeah. So that's, that was like the third or fourth game yeah, or something, right? Yeah, so that's 5-0 and oh right there. If that happens, you have declared you will eat my underwear. Uh, 100%. On which day I, I am pooping my pants. <laughs> Al Roker, is that you? Yes. You know that's what you're looking for. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why. Oh, I don't know why you didn't have it at the I, ready. I my pants. <laughs> <laughs> On that day, we are all Al Roker. <laughs> I, I pooped my pants. <laughs> On the day when you BYU. Though, On the day when BYU is five and zero oh this season, uh, we are all Al Roker. And I. <laughs> your pants. I, I pooped my pants. I, I pooped my pants. And you pooped your pants. I didn't mean to. I just pooped them a little bit. And now Jeffy has to eat my underwear. I would be sweating a little bit if I were you there, Beto. <laughs> I am sweating I, a little I bit on the I'm going to rearrange off a little football. Yeah. Bit, but I swear to God, I don't. I never thought that Ted Cruz could lose that seat. But it sure no as heck feels like it. Well, it's starting it, to maybe when it he only is, feels like when he maybe is saying like. when he's saying this is a real race and I need uh, Trump to come to Texas and campaign for me. That makes me nervous. Well, uh, me too. But uh, the nervous. flip side of that is that you know that all that press came down here and followed Bait around on his you know twenty day tour of Texas or whatever the hell it was, and he was running in mornings and meeting in the evening, and and they followed him around for days, and then they all went back to New York and called Ted. I mean, they were all in Texas with Ferbedo, and then they, you know, mm-hmm. then they came, went back to New York, and they, um, hello, is Ted there? Could we talk to him? And he wasn't available. So I think that that kind of leaned everybody toward the feeling of, uh, you know, that Beto had a chance. Mm-hmm. So maybe he doesn't really. I hope not. I don't know. We'll see. But I, you know, I've discovered the lawn signs in my own neighborhood now. So oh boy, that brings it a little closer to home. And that, it's like, I've only got wait. one still, just the one. Really? That one, and that he's adamant though. I saw it kind of half blown down. Mm-hmm. And bad boy, back up. I mean, he's not leaving it blown down, man. So I mean, it's, it's still the only one though. And I'm only where are we at bumper sticker wise? Maybe ten, twenty. Yeah, what? We're, we're well, at like if, twenty if you sightings. Add the signs and the. Well, I had one car that had two. Yeah, signs oh. and bumper stickers were right around twenty. Oh, okay. So still though, but that includes some in El Paso. That some caller, we had a caller call mm-hmm. us and tell us that there were three or four in El Paso, too, yeah, where, well, where he's actually they're, from. They're his brethren. Yes. Well, I saw the one in my church parking lot, you know? You didn't yes. put, tear that thing down uh, in the name uh, of the Lord. I, I talked to the pastor, and I was like, hey, take care of this, Carrie. But no. But no, she didn't? I guess. I don't what? know. Yeah, man. Jeez. Stop it. 
Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Jacob in Alabama, you're on the Blaze. Hi. 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 Good to see you today. How y'all doing today? We're doing good. good. Thank you. Good. And good to hear Jeffy on there too. It's been a while since I yeah. to Jeffy. Mm-hmm. My comment was about Facebook censoring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everybody's talking about Al Jones and, and the Facebook ch- shutting his off and his Google and YouTube and all that. Yeah. But uh, basically, I, my personal observation, because Facebook mm-hmm. deleted me a couple about a year ago now or so. They deleted me for posting comments to, like, Fox News and The Blaze. And uh, when there was an Ebola outbreak, I posted some stuff. And now there's another Ebola outbreak in Africa. Oh, so yeah. I, I haven't been able to use Facebook for a couple of years now. And I think it's—we're going to get another platform for this program. Because whenever I was posting on Facebook a year or two ago, um, they shut my account off. I actually deleted it because they, they, I got a screen print. The, and they told me the I Ebola plat- Facebook page? Yeah, my EbolaOutbreakMap.com, they uh, shut off my Facebook page. That was about a year or two ago they shut it off. Why, it like, Jacob? I, why? Oh, they they uh, wouldn't give me a reason. They they gave me, uh, hey, I had to upload two forms of ID, one with a photo, and the other one was my Social Security card. They wanted that, so two, 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 two kind of photos. I have no idea, and they since I didn't do that, they just took my page completely off, and I Amazing. screen printed that, put that Weird. on my website. That's strange. But, you know, with uh, with you mm. know, they're just making an Appreciate arbitrary case. Yeah, you know, I mean, that's what we're kind of saying with Alex too, right? It's just like uh, yeah, we don't like that page. Yeah, uh, give us uh, eighteen forms of identification, and uh, we need to see a thumbprint and an eye in a retina scan. Very bizarre. Yeah, and that's you know, that's them. <clears throat> I mean, look, and I again, guess we always go back to a private company; they can do that. Yeah. But it just. You know, it's wrong. Well, Zuckerberg goes in front of Congress. I maybe I'd feel different if Zuckerberg would have went in front of Congress and said, "You know what? Bite me." Yeah, I don't work for you. Right. But he didn't. No, he, he didn't. went in and said that he was. He felt responsible. He and went in, and kissed. He their had butt. to take care of everything, and mm-hmm. it was Facebook's responsibility. So you know what, mm-hmm. Mr. Zuckerberg, mm-hmm. it's time. It's time for somebody to create a new platform. Who's going to do that to compete with Facebook? It's not easy to do. No, it's not. I know that there are some. I know that uh, our boy Kim.com. I'm sorry, what was that? Our boy Kim.com is definitely working on that. Okay. Yeah. You're not familiar with Kim. I'm I'm not. He's been Facebooking and tweeting uh, against these guys for quite a while. And he's in the process of developing something. Well, good. So, I mean, it it could happen. I'd like to see it happen. I would, too. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray is here. On the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty eight. No, thirty three ninety three. I don't know where the thirty eight came from. That's weird. Hmm. Thirty eight just 
burst out of my face. We should Why? call that and just see what happens. Thirty-eight. <laughs> Yeah, you want me to do that right now on my phone? No, I don't. No, I really don't. Okay. Uh, 888-900-3393, the phone number. Uh, So we've just been talking a little bit of football because uh, that's that's all we've got going for us right now. (laughs) Just need a little rest. In in the insanity that is just continually beating us down. Every day. At least we have football. And then... They've tainted that, they and have. that's that's what the kneeling thing is to me. They have it. Me you've even too. you're even trying to take away football from us. And I will say that I was thinking about this as we were talking about it because they they I, I feel like they kind of have taken football now, but not college football. Yeah, I right. think they tried. Right. I mean, they have been trying for the past few years to really infiltrate college football, and and the campuses and the universities have paid dearly for it. So mm-hmm. I'm sorry, uh, ladies softball team and uh, the polo team, but uh, the male football and basketball teams provide a great part of income for your universities. Yeah, That's why they get priority, whether you like it or not. Not as much as like the women's field hockey, though. I didn't mention them. No, okay, yeah. All right, I said softball and polo. women's field hockey brings in all kinds of cash. That's why I didn't mention them. <laughs> okay. That's why I didn't mention them. All right, just making sure okay. that you understood. So I'm saying that I, th- I have a feeling that, you know, that infiltration <laughs> for college has been kind of put on, whoa, yeah. whoa. Mm-hmm. So, which is why it's so surprising that it took off in the NFL. I know. I know. Well... Then you see this, and and a little sanity is restored here when a man like Jim Brown, NFL Hall of Famer, legend Jim Brown, maybe the greatest running back of all time, uh, he spent his whole life really fighting for social justice. Yes, he has. He's been a very brave man. He's 82 years old now, um, and here's what he said. Sad day when he passed. I'll never kneel and will always respect the flag. That's that. Yeah, that's a powerful look statement. At the from, that, look from at the him. beating that Dak Prescott has been getting. I know. And then you get a similar statement from Jim I Brown. Uh, that, that's okay. back, that's backing up Dak. Let's then. see a, you yeah. go after Jim Brown. Let's see that. Uh, they, well, that's Idiots. the whole thing. They can try, but there's they won't. no way they, they can't. Won't. I mean, he's can't. he's been on their he's, he's on their side. He's yeah. untouchable. Yeah. Brown was asked how he would resolve the anthem issue, uh, which has plagued the league for two years now. He said, well, if you take the bottom line, what are we talking about? We're talking about freedom to express oneself. And if you don't break any rules, then you have that particular right. I'm not going to denigrate my flag. And I'm going to stand for the national anthem. I'm fighting with all my strength to make it a better country. But I think that's the issue. Because what what is the top side? Are you not going to stand up? This is our country, man. That's I, that's a great statement. Yes, it is from a highly respected legend. Uh, I mean, he's he's been a. Uh, you I know, hope they a, pay attention. A social yeah. justice warrior. Yeah, I, forever. And, but he's also been yeah. a pull yourself up by the bootstraps warrior. Yeah, yes. And I hope that be your own man. That these mm-hmm. players that have this propensity to kneel will spend five minutes with <clears throat> a legend like Jim Brown and and learn what injustice in America actually was. You do not have. And it by tough. the way, uh, Mr. Jim Brown, uh, one of the best running backs, you know, if not the best, uh, didn't play in the day when he was making thirty-two million dollars exactly. a year. Exactly. Yeah, that's for sure. And you want to talk about a different era when things in America weren't nearly as rosy for African Americans? Mm-hmm. Spend five minutes with this guy, you'll never kneel again. <sighs> I know. And at eighty-two uh, years old, he'll beat the crap out of you. He probably if would you do. Actually. 
Now that's probably <laughs> a fact. Yeah. I wouldn't mess with that guy today. I know. He's still an imposing figure. <laughs> that's an old, there's an old Richard Pryor joke about that with the Pryor talking about having a fake brick at his house and he used to throw it at people when they came in. Yeah. He was to mess with them and he said that's Jim funny. Brown came over and I threw this red brick at him and hit him in the forehead. He said he didn't blink. And I thought, oh no, I done gone and thrown a real brick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh man. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three Also, if you uh if you want to feel good NFL story. I do. According to uh, do, Keith anyway, because he's the one who wrote this. No, and that's it's, a, it's no. about the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, oh that's no, not the CIA uh, uh, story no, that you no. the CIA the Atlanta, There's an actual feel oh, good you, story You know from what the, the better Falcons? one there? The better one in your stack there is mm-hmm. uh, Ben Watson. Doing that uh, thing for Baltimore there. He doesn't work. Check this out. Oh yeah, Ben Watson, who's been on the show multiple mm-hmm. times. Love this guy. Really good guy. Yeah, he is. Really good guy. Uh, he's a tight end now with uh, New Orleans. He used to be with the Ravens. Yes. He's been he's been the, with the Saints. Um, yeah, he's been around. Is this so, the yeah. second year for the Saints? No, he's back to New Orleans this year. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Former Ravens player enabled the Severna Park Pregnancy Clinic to continue its mission of helping babies by replacing their malfunctioning ultrasound machine with a brand new state-of-the-art 3D-slash-4D ultrasound machine. So there was a pregnancy center that showed women ultrasounds so that they you know, would see that there's a baby in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's life. See what this looks like? Is, does it look like see? a piece of broccoli in there? No, no, well, honey. It doesn't look like a Volkswagen. Does it look like t- toilet tissue, or Kleenex no. or something? Nope. Nope, that's a baby. See that? And then, uh, at least in Texas, the uh, amount of the women, the percentage of women who choose to have an abortion is about 5% after that. 95% have the baby. That's huge. It's amazing. It's really amazing. Um, so he... Their their ultrasound machine wasn't working, so he bought him a new one. That's really cool. To celebrate this gift, which he uh, made through the Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission and Focus on the Family's Option Ultrasound Program, the staff, board, and two client families granted their benefactor's wish to tour a pregnancy clinic, serving primarily women at risk for abortion from the Baltimore area. Um, pregnancy Clinic Ministries CEO Pamela Palumbo Said the tour, explaining how her three clinics work, uh, including one in defend life against Maryland's completely unrestricted abortion industry. Did the did the clinic and is that close to the others? <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh huh. Right. So uh, Ben Watson has been uh, a very proud Christian, pro life advocate yeah, for a while. Been a strong family guy. He is a an opponent of Planned Parenthood. Uh, and he has said very accurately that their mission is to exterminate blacks and characterized abortion as the greatest driver of racial divide in the United States. Oh, no kidding. So great. You know, one of the things that you see in um, Dinesh D'Souza's movie is the eugenics movement of the early 1920s. They talk, he talks about how American progressives were the blueprint for the Nazis. The Nazis looked to American progressives like Margaret Sanger for how to treat people, minorities um, especially. It's so amazing how the feminists have co-opted the, Unbelievable. the abortion thing. Because <laughs> in the beginning, Glenn had this lady on the other day, the, I can't remember the name of the book that she wrote. But uh, she talked about how in the beginning, even you know the suffragettes and stuff, they were not for abortion. 
uh, you know, having giving mm. birth and being mm-hmm. a pregnant female was part of that's a female thing. That's a, you know, it's a powerful thing. Right. And then it got co-opted into this feminist movement that it was okay to to murder your baby inside of you and that's part of your right. And mm. it's just so uh, it fascinates me how that got co-opted and we're at a point where it's okay. Same thing with the civil rights movement. You know, uh, that 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 as Dinesh was saying, that's a Republican thing. Mm. And Democrats yeah. have successfully co-opted that. It's fascinating. And how did how did Margaret Sanger become this icon? I know. <laughs> this person who's practically worshipped by women. When um, I thought you guys were all about minority rights. Uh, I thought the left was all about uh, civil rights. When Margaret Sanger wanted to kill blacks, she wanted to exterminate the black race. Well, it, it, she would have had to have actually said that if, that, if she yeah, wanted to believe it. She did. What? Yeah, she actually did. No. Yeah. I mean, take it out of context, though? Ab- ab- there you go, Keith. Thank you. <laughs> take it out of context. Thank you. That's, that'd be the excuse today. Well, you took it out of context. It's a different time. Different time. Got out of context. Uh, that's not what she meant. Um, they don't even make that excuse. No, they do not. What she did instead, what, what uh, Hillary Clinton did instead when she won the Margaret Sanger Award and somebody asked her about the hate of uh, Margaret Sanger... Well, I like Thomas Jefferson too, but um, a slave owner. a slave owner. So that's all they do is they try to pass it off on somebody else. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, something uh, disturbing that has come up this week is this poll that has come out: freedom of the press guaranteed by the Constitution. However, a plurality. However of Republicans want to give Donald Trump the authority to close down certain news outlets. According to a new public opinion survey. Yeah, Ipsos did this survey. And 43% of self-identified Republicans said they believe the president should have the authority to close news outlets engaged in bad behavior. 36% disagreed. 43-36. He should be able to shut down news organizations. Madness. Uh, that is staggering. That's... Wow. Now, again, and I think we mentioned this on the news and why it matters last night. If you were to substitute the name Barack Obama mm-hmm. for Donald Trump, you still agree with that? Because if you don't, you better not be in favor of Trump doing it if you don't want somebody else doing it because the next guy will do it too. Boy, no kidding. And if you, if you, what madness? If you're going to think this? about uh, replacing Donald Trump's name with Barack Obama on Twitter, you're going to get shut down. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. That's 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 that, blasphemy. That's true. That is true. <laughs> that is true. I mean, that's amazing. That's it's unbelievable. I mean, whoever these people are, stop it. Unbelievable. Uh, let's see. In in one of the polls, few silver linings for the press. 57% of all respondents said they believed news and reporters were necessary to keep the Trump administration honest, <clears throat> including 39% of Republicans agreeing with that statement. Still, that's a low percentage of Republicans agreeing with that statement. Mm-hmm. Only 39%? And then 43% want him to be able to shut down news organizations? I mean, that now you're actually getting into fascist territory. Yes, you are. Right? Now you're yes, getting you into are. that. The, the, yes. CNN can yell and scream it all they want, but they're still yelling and screaming 
Yeah. Nobody's shutting them down. Nobody's coming in and pulling the plug. Right. Nobody's axing the power cord to the televisions. But now with that, you are. Right. Yeah, let's just be clear. No, Jeffy did not call Donald Trump a fascist. He's saying these polls reflect a society that is <laughs> seemingly open to that you. idea. Thank oh, you. my gosh. I appreciate it. Well, it would be fascism Absolutely. if you start shutting down news, news organizations. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what no that is. It. Yeah, I mean, that's really bad. That's, that's a really shocking poll. Shocking it's really poll. bad that the party on the right is the one saying, saying yeah, no, that's fine. yeah, I think that'd be good. Yeah, no, he should be able to fine. shut down CNN. They're they're mean uh, to him. They're mean. They say bad things. They'll probably do the right thing. Yeah. Okay, so uh, same poll questions. Same, same exact uh, res- uh, <laughs> respondents. If Hillary Clinton were president, should she have the power to shut down the internet? No. Whoa. It'd be 95% no. 95%. Absolutely. You'd be lucky. Maybe higher. Yeah. Crazy. 888-933-93. Let me tell you about Earth Water, which is improving people's lives. It's 100% natural beverage, and it puts much-needed nutrients back into your diet. Over 70 trace minerals. It's really unique. Uh, It'll boost your energy level. It helps to rebuild your immune system. It reduces stress, improves your memory and focus, helps remove toxins from your body. It's really good stuff. It's unlike anything else on the market right now. And you also have a ground-level opportunity to participate as an affiliate, if you want, in the EarthWater affiliate program. Uh, in order, If you become an affiliate, you'll be reserving your position in the network marketing tree with the direct-to-market model when it's launched later this year, and then you establish yourself as an EarthWater brand ambassador. As such, you'll get a 40% weekly commission on all orders placed by your customers. That's 40%. That's a lot. Uh, To join Team EarthWater, go to theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Theblaze.teamearthwater.com. Join today. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. And thanks for returning with us. Triple eight nine hundred thirty-three ninety-three. And Pat unleashed on uh on Twitter. You know, Ocasio Cortez got her butt kit kicked last night. What? Yeah, she, she was okay. She's over five. You know, I metaphorically speaking. Oh, okay. Whew. Election right. speaking. All five of the candidates that she campaigned for lost. So she she I, really did turn the states red. <laughs> yeah yeah she did actually that's uh-huh. a good point that's a, that's a really good point uh-huh. in fact the super like he was described as an ultra the kobash guy in um kansas described as an ultra conservative yeah is the guy who's i mean close to winning he's like 200 votes ahead um and where did i you just gave me that update and i i don't know where i put it it's in there it's Keep looking. It's in there, Pat. It's right there. It's in there. It's, it's, it's okay. in so, between some other official documents. It's underneath so. the CIA. Look at that. Right there. Confirmed. Uh, Ohio 12th District update. Uh, Troy Balderson, who is the Republican, is up over Danny O'Connor, the Democrat, by 1,754 votes last we heard. 
with 3,435 to count. Wow. So, back of the envelope math, what is that? I would say it's almost impossible for the Democrat to win it. I think he'd have to win like, what, 80% of those provisionals? Yep. And he's not going to. No. I hope. Right? I mean, that would be highly unlikely. Stop scaring me. It's 2018. Anything's possible. That would be highly unlikely. Oh, yeah. I mean, we don't even know if the Russians are involved. That's what the, of course, that's. Of that's the excuse is. from the Democrats. And that's today. all that look, the Russians, the Russians. That's all they're saying. If the you Russians. listen, if you listen to Rosie O'Donnell, if you listen to any of those, but Michael Moore, Gosh. any of those guys, they all have that same excuse. And their the excuses, the Russians, and uh, the right has been doing all this the whole time. It's time for us to do it. It's it's amazing. It really is. The Rosie O'Donnell one on on Como, night before last or whatever. She was outstanding. He was by, actually by pushing back he on was. her a little he bit, back right? On her. Yeah. yeah, he pushed back on facts. Mm-hmm. She was trying to talk about uh, uh, the Mueller case and uh, some facts that you know it had already been decided. And he was like, um, no. "No, we haven't. That's not really true." Right. And Rosie was like, "Well, you know the facts, but I think." <laughs> and we just moved on. <laughs> and you know the facts, but, I, but we're moving on with what I believe. It's 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 amazing how that happens. All the time with the left. They don't know any of the facts. Ocasio-Cortez showed she didn't know the facts. I know. <laughs> yeah, I don't really know what I'm talking about here. Yeah. I'm just spewing stuff off out of the out of my butt right now. I, <laughs> I don't know. I just called, I realized I got, I just called Israel the occupiers and I've got a bunch of Jewish people in my district. I probably shouldn't have done that. So I don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> never Look, mind. An expert. Never mind. I never claimed to be an expert. Here's the thing about socialists. They all hate Israel. And... So hmm. it's pretty clear that Ocasio-Cortez, not going to be a friend of Israel. No kidding. So if you're going to vote for Ocasio-Cortez in that district in New York, just know you're voting for an enemy of Israel. And she, she will and not she be is. a friend. She's clearly not a friend to Israel. She called them occupiers. Uh, she talked about uh, the human rights violations. She talked about genocide kind of stuff. And, and it's all nonsense. She doesn't know what's going on there. The good thing no is, is that she's in New York, and there's no Jewish people in New York. I yeah. don't know if you know that. Right. Yeah, it's uh, almost bereft <laughs> of any Jews in New York. <laughs> yeah. So uh, she's I, good. Who would have thought that? She's yeah. good. <laughs> so she's, she's going to be fine. I, know. Uh, I heard another interview with her where uh, she try, She doesn't know the answer, so she really tries to get into... Uh, uh, wait, wait. There's something she doesn't collegiate, know? Collegiate... Uh, <laughs> gobbledygook mm-hmm. that you know like you would do mm-hmm. as you Academia. do in universities yeah. and, mm-hmm. and think, but she never answers exactly how things are going to get paid for but it's right it's the beginning of there's right no, well because you know what the truth of it is not, right now let's talk about it we're gonna we're gonna go into this well, left no, wing the question how much left-wing organization vox just did a study on this and they they went through you know her programs that she wants to do the uh, healthcare that is socialized medicine, the education that's all paid for, the rights of people is the, what you're talking about. Yeah, the <laughs> the work, the the guaranteed job, the, and this doesn't even include the guaranteed housing that she's talking about. Two hundred and eighteen trillion dollars. Okay, and okay, and <laughs> spend it all. We'll print more money. Two hundred and eighteen trillion. And that was okay. done. That was done by liberals. So you know, it's probably about <laughs> three times that number. That's a conservative estimate. But look, 
there's a bunch of zeros on the end of that, right? Right. So that's not so going to cost as much zeros as Zeros are nothing, right? Zeros, zeros nothing. mean nothing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> zeros are nothing. Right? Thank yeah. you. Zeros are nothing uh, numbers. So, so your whole numbers are screwed it up. It doesn't cost anything. So if you just take off all the zeros, it's just $218. <laughs> not $218 trillion. And then when you look at it like that, it's really cheap. That's so manageable. we could, we could afford People look, need to have their rights. Look. And you know when I start a sentence, look, you know something profound is coming. Here we go, yeah. Okay? Oh, no. hit, hit us with it. Look, uh-huh. we're the richest country in the world. Yeah. There's no excuse for us to have people who are not comfortable in life. There's oh, that's no what, excuse. Look, that, look, okay? look, look. That's what she says, right? Know, it's what she, she says. says. She says, we mm. spend, we, we, all of a sudden, we spend all this money on military. We spend all this money on this. We spend mm-hmm. all this money on that. Suddenly, mm. when it comes to education, when it comes to health care, we're broke. Uh-huh. Um, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. you want to stop spending money on, on military? Uh, yep. All right, Pumpkin. <laughs> Let's see how that works out for us, because I'm thinking not very well. No kidding. Not very well. Uh, and meanwhile... Did you guys, did you see the story that there are 700 ways the tax cuts have, have uh, caused really good economic things to happen for Americans? It's, I mean, I don't, I it, don't remember seeing the whole It was list. a story on, on, on Drudge, and then you could click on all the different states, okay. and I clicked on several different states, and, and uh, one of them I saw was in Utah, the Larry H. Miller Group, which is a, a big uh, car dealership. Um, they own... It's like 52 dealerships plus the Utah Jazz movie theater complexes, shopping areas. Wow. Anyway, that's they're a giving, diversified portfolio yeah, right there. Yeah. Um, they are giving $1,000 bonuses to 10,000 employees. How many employees do they have? Uh, 10,000. <laughs> so all their employees are getting a $1,000 bonus, which is pretty, that's pretty decent, man. That's $10 million they're taking from the tax breaks they're getting. And just distributing it to their employees. Good of a monopoly to do that. Uh, yeah, right. I mean, <laughs> no, it is. Ex- I'm just teasing. It, it absolutely is it great, is. right? Wouldn't have got it in to begin with. And this, and is, this is a thank you to the employees. You're right. darn right. And that's exactly what they said. Yes. And we want we, we want to thank you for helping to build our business. Thank you. And they passed it along to their to their people. And this is the way free and market works. I don't want to hear about freaking breadcrumbs. I was going right. to say, that Anybody, sounds like crumbs to yeah, me. It sure does. Thank <laughs> no you. No way. $1,000 bonus? That's not bread cr- no, breadcrumbs. No, it is not. It's not. All right. Uh, 888-900-3393. We'll use up my number tomorrow, and uh, we'll talk to you then uh, here on Pat Gray Unleashed. Unleashed on the Blaze Radio Network.